0: You know what, Chris said this was a safe space, and I am going to not respect that and say that's a bad
1: You're tuned into the GoCast Podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. This past research event was nothing to sneeze at.
2: An upcoming mega release is anything but atrocious.
1: Once in a
0: blue moon, we get an event that really moves us.
3: A rose by any other name would smell as sweet. But Roselia? And more on
1: this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast episode 130. It's February 2nd. Yet another Tuesday evening, I'm your host Chris, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host Kyle. Hiya! Hey, Kyle, what's going on? Uh, not a whole
0: lot. Not wait, hold on lot. a
1: second. Wait, wait, hold, hold on. Who are the who are those standing behind you? Oh my <laughs> gosh, is that Fish and 5 from the PvP corner? Hiya! <laughs> hey, <laughs> you can't line. do that. That's that's copy written. That's, that's illegal. <laughs> kyle will see you in court (laughs) yes well hello you guys are fresh off of uh, the recording from last week where our mods surprised us and recorded an episode for us while kyle and i were out i was on vacation and kyle took the opportunity to take some time as well and uh yeah it turned out great it was pretty awesome so thank you to the two of you for doing that uh how's it going how let's start with fish how are you doing Ah, uh,
3: yeah, it's uh, really going really well. I um did spotlight hour yesterday. Yesterday my time, and there's a really nice long bike track by a river near where I live. So I just took the bike out um, with the Pokeball Plus and caught several hundred Ekans, not one of them shiny. <laughs> so that's unfortunate. Oh, no. But it was nice. Yeah, but it was it was a nice nice uh, hour out in the sun. It was it was fun.
1: Awesome. I wish we could get out like that, but unfortunately, now <laughs> I know De- Defi. You're in the same climate that Kyle and I are in, and so we got just dumped on with snow not not too long ago. So there's no, no us going out into the sun on a, on a bike path catching any Ekans anytime soon.
2: Absolutely not. So I just finished up my spotlight hour. I don't live in the future like Fish does. <laughs> so and it is not fun in the sun. It was nighttime and dark and. 25 degrees Fahrenheit. Fish for you—that's negative 4 Celsius. So <laughs>
3: that's gross. Not
2: not going outside for that. Not going outside for Ekans. But I had a really fun stream. Caught some Ekans. Chatted with people. Did some Dynamax adventures on the side on Pokemon Shield. It was a good time. So I still I still had fun, even though it's not it's winter here, not summer.
1: Awesome, awesome. I completely forgot that Spotlight Hour even happened uh, today as, as is tradition there are some times <laughs> where I, I remember the last 15 minutes and this time i'm 45 <laughs> minutes late even remembering that it existed that it happened at all i
0: only remembered because i opened my game to check something and
1: there was like 18 Ekins.
0: <laughs> you're
1: like house. hold on a sec, like, is this a nest wait a minute
0: <laughs> uh, well to
3: be fair i i usually skip it uh, myself but i ha- i made the goal last week to hit three million stardust and i needed to to still hit that goal so i i went out specifically for that reason
1: all right well speaking of goals we'll get there in just a second but before we continue any further shout out to nine brand new patrons and supporters of the show drew astro zombie kelvin clara michael matt Zvazorts, zorts that's close enough please send me an email or just message me discord tell me how i ruined that jonathan and andy thank you so much to the nine of you for your contributions and uh your support thank you very much for helping keep the digital lights on okay speaking of goals let's start then fish you were getting started there uh you said one of them was to hit three million stardust uh what about the rest of your goals what happened
3: Uh, Well, that was the only goal that I set for this week, the hitting three million stardusts. The rest of them were kind of longer term stretch goals. So uh, hitting number one uh, in Australia on the arena global rankings still hasn't happened yet. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And making elite, which I mean, that's probably something that will happen at the end of the season.
1: All right. Awesome. Well, uh, I guess we'll have to follow up and see how that goes for you later. Then, when will you know by? When's the end of the season? That's like in a month, isn't it?
3: Oh no, no, no! The uh, season goes to the the arena seasons go for like ten months, so it'll be about September that the season finishes.
1: Oh, jeez. Okay. (laughs) Well, (laughs) let me just write that in my calendar then because there's no way I'll (laughs) remember to to follow up. (laughs) That's true. I put things on the calendar and then never look at it. Whoopsies. All right. Well, good luck, Fish. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I'll keep you posted. All right. Sounds good. Uh, DeFi, what about you?
2: I did really well. So I finished the Johto Catch Challenge. I only needed one more Pokemon. I caught Larvitar the next day. I got my research, the Johto Rocket Research that I don't know why it was in Johto, but it was. It was rocket-based, but I finished it. I was super excited. And the fire turkey that I caught had 98% IVs, and it has (gasps) Earthquake. I'm super excited about it.
4: Nice, nice. that
2: was cool. I got 500,000 experience points, which was awesome. I super exceeded it. I lined up a bunch of best friends on a lucky egg. Felt so good. Oh, yeah. Level 50 is gonna happen i can feel someday someday i will have enough xp for that but Friendship wait, wait, levels?
1: No, what are those not this, not this year though right
2: <laughs> no tw- 2022 i think <laughs> <laughs> maybe. maybe
1: maybe i don't know all right kyle but before you and i do our goals really quick um let's just address what the rest of the mod team did from the looks of it because they all reported uh how they did this week in the goals channel uh tyler finished his goals it looks like cameron finished her goals camo finished his goals melody finished her goals and didn't hear from moo but i, I would put money down that he finished his goals yeah and, that's a that's and, a safe one yeah and camo <laughs> finished all five of his goals listed and enumerated with with photo proof nicely organized <laughs> with some uh, check mark emojis i love it format is king nice <laughs> all right Kyle, last week, two weeks ago, in fact, wow, it was two last weeks ago. Goodness. You wanted to finish the Jotu research. No, I, d- I didn't do that. What? It it took rocket leaders.
0: I wasn't expecting that when we made the, the goals, and, <laughs> and I didn't do I didn't do all the rocket leaders yet still. Okay. All right. it's, what still, we, uh, it's still alive. It's still alive.
1: Yeah, you could still finish it, but are you but gonna?
0: Probably not. But I have I just don't no probably not let's be honest
1: but but right now there's a rocket event we'll talk about it in the news but there's a rocket event <laughs> where there's lots of there's lots of balloons all over the place more frequently <laughs> now's but, the time there's a possibility there is a possibility all right all right I'm gonna I'm not giving up on you yet you hear me I'm not giving up <laughs> on you. oh and research what about that one? yeah, I did that one. oh thank goodness Oh, okay good Whew. all right uh, a usable great league Meganium. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> did, you, uh, did you remember you did remember to do I, that? Oh my we God. we talked
0: about it. I actually had apparently had a shiny one from the community day forever ago just sitting there. And it was like 415 four fifteen fourteen or something like that. So it was it was pretty alright. Okay. So okay. that's good. All
1: right. All right. What about 70 GBL matches?
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Hey, get a load of this guy, everybody. Look at him.
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, well, how many did you do? Did you give
0: it try? Like, I did like 30.
2: Okay. That's respectable.
0: I'm not going to lie, though. I went and sat down to do more, like yesterday or something like that, and it had switched over to Ultra League, so I'm like, all right, I need a plan. I'm going to just go look at what people. a lot of people are using, see what I like, see what I have, make something. I spent like, I don't know. Five hundred thousand stardust and like more rare candy than i'm actually going to say on here but <laughs> to make a team and i got dumpstered in the first three fights and then the fourth fight went until both of us had a sliver of hp and i won and i'm like this is these four fights took me like 35 minutes <laughs> and i'm just like and i'm done for the moment yeah okay. nobody got
1: time for that yeah. Okay. All right. That's a that's two out of four. That's pretty good. You did more than <laughs> our moderators thought that we would accomplish. So good job. <laughs> but what about you? Oh, geez. Are you ready? <laughs> this is stepwise worse. Everybody. Everybody else finished theirs. You did half of yours, and just wait. This is going to be awful. All right. Two million experience to get to seventy one point five million. Guess how close I am. Fifty thousand. I am fifty thousand short. How did you know? <laughs> This, this. I am fifty thousand short. I like I almost want to count it, but I can't. I just can't do it. Uh, all right, up to three million Stardust. I'm short about two hundred thousand right now from that, which is kind of a bummer. Um, so I have I had to preface this with I, I, <laughs> I intended on my vacation to do a lot of walking. So I got to my Airbnb where I was gonna stay. Um, and basically my plan was to just shelter in place somewhere else but go somewhere where I could walk, right and be safe still. It pr- I promptly got snowed in. <laughs> like the next day, we had another <laughs> snowstorm, and I we did. It was uh, I was in Dubuque, and if you've ever been to Dubuque, it's all hills, uh, and my car is rear-wheel drive, so none of that was <laughs> happening anytime soon. So uh, I lost about day and a half of potential walking, which is a bummer, but um, did okay. 50 kilometers at least once i think i got to like 48 kilometers total since last time but not in any given week so that's going to be a no as well <sighs> and then hatch 100 eggs i did that <laughs> since i did do that since we set those goals so at least I, I got one one out of four hey that's that's about what all of
0: the mods gave us as odds so you met that's expectations right. and i'm gonna I give the credit to Moo for that Moo
3: called that <laughs>
1: he did he did a mile away i mean we have a whole body of work for you to rely on our track record is such so (laughs) okay enough about goals let's hop into the news what's going on to the news so first things first this last weekend we had a sneasel research event it was free it featured sneasel and shinies were a plenty or if you were exceptionally unlucky trainers, it wasn't. So I, I kind of heard all over the board. People were thrilled about this. Some people just were the opposite. One would say, not thrilled. Let's just keep it safe and say that about this event in general and slash or the shiny rates. So I don't want to talk about the research event itself because it is what it, what you think it is. It was 20 pages of research tasks. They were all relatively easy to do. We got an incense you pretty much you do the entire thing on incense if you really wanted to it was pretty straightforward and, and simple so let's see what fish what did you think about this event did you have any luck uh, what was your shiny count i currently have 69
3: Sneasel in my pokedex and four of them are shiny all oh, from this sweet. event yeah the very first one i clicked on was shiny actually okay oh, Wow. so ma- many people would uh would that would happen and then they're just you know dust the hands off done done for the day um i did mention uh last week that i am keen for sneasel candy for my raid team so i did keep on going and, and finished all 20 pages
1: okay nice all right but that being said you had a reason to finish it but thoughts feelings hot take cold take what do you think of the event in general
3: uh, it's, it's exactly what i expected
1: yeah okay Sounds good. I'm kind of with the same mind, but DeFi, What did you think? Shiny count? Did you do okay?
2: Yeah, I had five shiny Sneasel and my Shundo Sneasel Ooh, or my Shundo nice. Weavile going into the event, so I wasn't super hyped about it. But I got now I have five more shiny Sneasel. Wow! <laughs> so now I have ten shiny Sneasel plus my Shundo, my shiny Hundo that from last year. So. <sighs> But one thing I loved about this event is you didn't need to go spend poker stops. You could completely do it from home. Um, I didn't even really need to pop an incense. Just with my house spawns, I was able to complete it all in a pretty reasonable amount of time, which I really liked.
1: Yeah, it was pretty pretty doable within like about an hour or two if you were really focusing on it. And if you were passive about it, it only took a few hours. to If you were doing it in between errands and stuff like that, I think it was pretty straightforward. Kyle, did you have time? Did you make time? I
0: started playing it in the morning i got a shiny within like the first three or four sets and i already had two shinies before and i wasn't very excited about it so after i got that shiny i'm like i'm done and i and i uh stopped
1: <laughs> really that was
0: it yeah i i was not i was not interested like it just it's cool it's neat but Sneasel's not a pokemon that had me very excited
1: Kyle, Goodbye. I said this two weeks ago. I'll say it again. You should really try playing Pokemon Go. I think you'd really enjoy it. <laughs> D- no. <laughs> no.
4: <laughs> no. Especially
0: not when it's this cold outside, okay? We have, like, 18 inches of snow on the ground right now.
1: So tr- Very true. Hard to argue with that. I can look out the window and see the truth that you've just spoken.
0: <laughs> so I have a question.
1: Um,
3: do Was this particular research event
1: uh easier to do at home than previous ones it it felt like it kind of was i i can't remember specifically why but i remember people mentioning the last one that they felt that they had to leave for some reason
3: right yeah okay so that that would have been a constant conscious choice by niantic to to do that and i feel like a lot of people would have been pretty pretty happy with that
1: Oh, one would think, but
4: let's
3: but. let's
1: unpack it really quick. Oh, first of all, <laughs> let me just say, um, I had a great time with this event. I love research events, they're like my bread and butter, love them to death. I like having the completion in the name at the end, uh, on my list of completed research events. Uh, caught seven shiny sneasel, uh, very lucky or unlucky, you might say, because now I can't get rid of them because uh, I, I can't get rid of them personally. That's a personal choice, <laughs> um, but let, let's unpack it really quick. People were thrilled about this because it was a free event. during a time or kind of after a time during the holidays where it kind of seemed like almost every single event was paid and there were some issues around the Mr. Mime event and some optics around that some some missteps one might say from a marketing standpoint or reception I suppose was just not as great as they might have hoped but this was free which is great what people were upset about or maybe not upset about less than thrilled was the choice of Sneasel in the first place it's a shining we've all kind of had for a while it has been uh, in situations where it's been boosted in the past similar to the complaints about Roselia so uh, you know the usual complaints so my question to the three of you is w- when are people going to be happy
4: <laughs> never <laughs> you
1: never. know because th- like people were asking for this when it was all paid and now that we have a free event now they want something better i don't i don't get it
2: that we're not going to get better until the global pandemic is over <laughs> like i think we might get like the big gibble events kind of things oh man in like once the global pandemic is over i don't think we're going to get those big draws until then personally
0: also i just want to say that people are inherently unhappy just in general so they want <laughs> to find something to be upset about <laughs> so there will always be people upset regardless of Niantic's choice that is important to keep in mind i'll give you that for sure also i think that i I just looked up Meowth's limited research which was the last one and ignoring the controversy around that it was harder to complete because a majority of the tasks were three times versus sneezles which were two times so catch two pokemon power up two pokemon versus catch three power up three for example
1: Gotcha. So there wasn't anything that inherently made people need to leave their house if they were at home, yeah, right? It was just, just less spawn work. density, I suppose. Mm-hmm. It would have taken them longer. If you had like two house spawns and you popped an incense, you're still waiting for that incense to roll over. So it probably would have been a slog.
4: That yeah,
1: exactly.
3: Sense. Yeah, that makes, yeah that
1: makes sense.
3: I think just the paradox of a game like this is that everyone wants the cool rare exciting shiny thing but as soon as they get it the game becomes significantly less interesting Mm. so it's kind of we're all like we we're we're all crying out for say a gibble community day but as soon as we get one then the gibble shiny is not going to be anything important anymore Where a lot of people are going to just lose interest in gibble completely
1: that's true and uh, i think we've proven that (laughs) as a community that when it's in one star rates we'll all just like front $100 (laughs) just go to (laughs) town for like two weeks you know Yeah, so uh, they would be. Then there's no way they're not tracking those numbers and using that information to inform their design decisions in the future for other events. So Mm -hmm. I think we're pretty Mm -hmm. much locked up with that for a while, which is fine because people seem to be really thrilled when it was available, even though it was behind a quote unquote paywall because it wasn't raids, right? Right. Uh, That that seemed to not be that much of a, a problem, but but like you said, people will always want something, and then once they have it, they'll be done with it and want to move on. And there's only so much of that in the game itself which is kind of why we a long time ago pivoted towards this whole individual goal setting sort of thing you had to find other stuff to be interested in uh because the content is limited you know yep. so anyway totally wow that was a lot of time on Sneezer research event let's move on really quick because we got three three big things to talk about one of which is february events just in mass so we'll run through this really quick and then we'll circle back for some thoughts and highlights and stuff but Here's the copy. Trainers, we hope you're prepared for a month of exciting Pokemon encounters and bonuses this February. First and foremost, and probably least exciting, from Monday, February 1st at 1 p.m. to Monday, March 1st at 1 p.m. PSD, you'll encounter Snorlax in Research Breakthroughs. This is exciting for people that don't have Snorlax. And for everybody else, mm. uh, less, uh. Than,
4: <laughs> less than,
1: less than, less than. Although, if you don't have a Snorlax, I would encourage you to—I don't know—get get one. I don't think it's particularly difficult. Is it hard to get Snorlax? Am I that far removed? It's not that uncommon in the current season spawns, at least for
0: us. So, Does I don't, it don't think know so. Body slam or something? No, it doesn't. That's one of the real kickers.
3: It should, though. It makes thematic sense.
1: Ah well, I guess we'll just leave that as it is. All right. Well, feature Pokemon in five star raids and mega raids. The following legendary Pokemon will be appearing in five star raids throughout February. Ryko will be appearing in five star raids from Sunday, January 31st at 10 a.m. to Thursday, February 4th at 10 a.m. local time. That's live right now, and it rotates out in two days. So... Likely by the time you're listening, we'll be on to the next Ray Boss, which is <laughs> the best legendary dog. Not in stats, mind you, but just in design and in my heart. Suicune will be appearing in five star reigns from Thursday, dog. February 4th. You shut your mouth at 10 a.m. <laughs> to Tuesday, February 9th at 10 a.m. local time. We're all entitled to our own opinions, but yours is wrong on this one, Kyle. I'm so sorry to inform you. Suicune is, he's awful in go in comparison to the other dogs. But I don't know. I used a Suicune in PvP and it was okay. Quick, PvP people, we have two of you here on hand. Help me defend Suicune.
2: You need a great league level one. It needs to be great league level. And I mean, Bubble Beam, like Bubble Beam strats is a thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you hear that kind of bubble
2: beam, man? You nerf your opponent until they cry.
1: Yeah. It's Perfect. a huge
3: shield baiting thing, so you, you can run a bubble beam and hydro pump, and so you build up to a hydro pump quick, quickly enough with Snarl, and then fire a bubble beam. They use a shield, they get tilted, and then they don't shield the next one. It turns out to be hydro pump, and then they throw the phone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> throw the phone, throw the match. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Continuing on, uh, Latias and Latios will be appearing in five-star raids from Tuesday, February 9th at 10 a.m. to Saturday, February 20th at 9 a.m. local time. And then after that, Articuno, Zeptos, Moltres, and Mewtwo will be appearing in five-star raids from Saturday, February 20th at 9 a.m. to Monday, March 1st at 8 a.m. local time. In addition, the following Mega Evolved Pokemon will be appearing in Mega Raids. I should say, by the way, that February 20th heralds the beginning of the uh, Kanto tour. So that's why we're getting those four in raids. But onto the Megas. Mega Venusaur, Mega Ampharos, and Mega Houndoom will be appearing in Mega Raids from Tuesday, January 19th through Tuesday, February 9th at 10 a.m. local time. Mega Pidgeot, Mega Ampharos, and a surprise Mega Evolved Pokemon will be appearing in raids from Tuesday, February 9th at 10 a.m. through Saturday, February 20th at 9 a.m. local time. And then Venusaur, Charizard X, Charizard Y, and Blastoise will be appearing in Mega Raids from Saturday. February 20th through Monday, March 1st. Each week in February, will also include a raid hour event on Wednesday at 6 p.m. local time featuring the Pokemon currently active in five-star raids. Speaking of, there's an additional raid hour event happening featuring Suicune that will take place on Monday, February 8th. Uh, that's this next Monday at 6 p.m. local time. Interesting. On a Monday. Weird. Uh, but anyway, Pokemon Spotlight Hours. In the month of February, Pokemon Spotlight Hour will take place every Tuesday, as it does every month now. And each hour will spotlight a different Pokemon and special bonus. So on the 2nd, it's Ekans, twice the experience for evolving Pokemon. We just had that today. We just talked about how I forgot it happened or existed. February 9th, Tank will be in the spotlight. You'll learn twice the stardust for catching Pokemon. That's the day to circle. February 9th. Do it. Do it now. February 16th, Love Disc will be in the spotlight. You'll earn twice the XP for catching Pokemon in general. And then on the 23rd, February 23rd, Pikachu will be in the spotlight, and you'll earn twice the candy for catching Pokemon. No hats to be seen, I suppose. (laughs) Nice nice way to change it up a little bit february community day featuring roselia is this sunday super bowl sunday from 11 a.m to 5 (laughs) p.m local time for a floral community day with roselia evolve roselia during the event or up to two hours afterward to get a roserade then it was both the charged attack weather ball which is fire type and the fast attack bullet seed which is exciting in its own right uh but that's about it from that day i believe (laughs) i was really thrilled to be able to tell people that were like what are you doing for super bowl sunday i'm like i'm gonna go play pokemon and not watch football yep <laughs> you Sounds mean good the same me. thing you've
0: told them every year for the past four years
1: yeah but i have an actual event happening this <laughs> time i can be like but i'm gonna go catch flower pokemon and they're like that's the opposite of football like in so many ways yes And you're like yes it is yes it is Uh, by design all right celebrate valentine's day from monday february 8th to monday february 15th compete in the valentine's day themed love cup in the go battle league pvp are you you too excited
2: yes that is what we are deep diving in this ooh
1: Mm -hmm. spoilers (laughs) form a team using pokemon that are red or pink and with a max cp of 1500 to enter no legendary mythical pokemon may be included in your team And on Sunday, February 14th at 1 p.m. to Thursday, February 18th at 8 p.m. local time, join us for our annual Valentine's Day event. You can look forward to some Pokemon making their Pokemon Go debut, as well as exclusive avatar items. Stay tuned for more details. Way to tease us, Niantic. Way to tease us. (sighs) Weekly one Pokecoin bundles. I swear we're almost there. I know this is a lot. Hold on just a second. Weekly one Pokecoin bundles each week in February. A different one Pokecoin bundle will be featured in the shop for the week of the first. Uh, It features 20 Pokeballs, a remote Raid pass and a rocket radar, which is pretty sick. Starting on the 8th, it'll be 8 incense, 16 raspberries and 10 pinup berries. Why 8 and 16? Oh my gosh. (laughs) One's a multiple of five. The other one's a multiple of, well, I guess, eight (laughs) and four and and two. two. Yeah. (laughs) We said Uh, no math. There was no math in this episode. (laughs) 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 Oh, geez. February 15th. That week, you can get a one Pokecoin bundle that will contain a remote raid pass, 20 Pokecoins, 10 Great Balls, and five Ultra Balls. Wow. Four different items in that one. And for the week of the 22nd, the bundle will include 20 Pokeballs, a remote raid pass, and five incense. Lastly, but probably the most exciting (laughs) thing. We're almost done. I swear. And then we have two other pieces of news after that. But we'll finally talk about it. All right, quality of life updates. We have some exciting quality of life updates coming in February, too. Oh, do tell. Okay, we will do. You can look forward to an image gallery showing off the Pokestop and gym images that you and other trainers have submitted. This feature will roll out in different regions over time, starting with level 40 trainers in New Zealand on Tuesday, February 9th, 2021, and will become available worldwide to trainers level 38 and above toward the end of March 2021. Uh I don't really know what what is being described here. Does anybody here understand what's being said?
2: Not at all, but I'm looking no. forward to it. Something new and interesting. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> I I take it as the images
3: that um people send in when they're nominating pokestops.
1: I mean, I would agree with that, but, but why would I want to see that? I don't understand and and where like is there a limit?
3: That's that's beyond my pay grade. <laughs>
1: yeah there's got to be thousands and thousands of images like i can't imagine this is going to be like here's just a bunch of images people yeah. have taken i don't know i'm curious but as always maybe our new zealand friends will uh will let us know how it is um but everyone into to capture the moment you level up in pokemon go to share with friends <laughs> yes soon you'll be able to do just that without screenshotting Oh, my I'm God. out. I like oh screenshotting. God. The level up social share feature will be coming in February to trainers worldwide. All right. If you uh. already hit level 50, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what you get for running. <laughs> At last but not least, you'll soon be able to transfer legendary mythical Pokemon when selecting multiple Pokemon by enabling the functionality in the game settings. We hope this will make managing Pokemon storage a bit easier for those of you who have amassed especially large collections in before people start transferring things they didn't mean to transfer a lot.
0: I was going to say the exact same thing. I'm so ready for the salt of people being like, I accidentally <laughs> transferred my Mewtwo.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was transferring 50 uh, Reggie Rocks and all of, oopsies, my shed on Mewtwo was in that bundle. Oh no. <laughs> Goodness me. All right. All right. Now's the time for me to stop speaking. Oh, my God. I I want each of you to give me the one highlight that you're looking forward to out of February, just in general, whether it's a particular spotlight hour, whether it's a, a, a five star raid feature, even Rosella Community Day. This is a safe space. Please feel free. But let's start with DeFi.
2: All right, well then, if I'm up first, I'm going to take Tank Spotlight Hour. I Ooh, searched yes. and searched for a blue cow, so I'm excited to get another opportunity at it. And who can complain about Double Stardust for an hour?
0: Nobody. Also, doesn't Tank have an increased Catch Stardust? Mm, I from don't default? think so. Because it, it, it has the milk in the base the game. milk. Yeah, I, I swore I read it, so now I was hesitant to say it.
3: I can hear someone Googling.
1: It's not me. My sweet, sweet it. sound <laughs> of research and fact checking.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Um, I don't think it does because I've been ah, catching uh-oh. them. Okay. All right. Well, hey,
1: Miltank is is a worthy worthy candidate for being looking forward to. Uh, absolutely, Kyle. What about you? You can't say Miltank. That's already been taken. All right.
0: Now, this isn't exactly something looking forward to, but it's something to spark discussion. Instead, the legendary birds and Mewtwo into raids for the Kanto tour yeah without tweaking egg timers i'm kind of iffy on having four legendaries in the raids for such a short period of time when everyone really only wants one of them (laughs) true if if Zapdos, and moltres end up having their legacy moves it's a different story but i highly doubt it they would say something so how do you guys feel about that
3: i I think i think they did Say in one of the earlier um, uh, blog releases or whatever it was that uh, they would have their legacy moves.
0: Did they? I thought I thought that was the last event they came up in, which was a little while ago now, granted. I, n-
3: I know that they did have them then. I thought that... Defi, research!
1: I'm doing it right now. Yeah, it says, Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres, and Mewtwo will be returning to raids with featured exclusive attacks.
0: Okay, now how do you okay. feel? Uh, I-, I feel less bad. I definitely okay. feel less bad knowing that now. That's okay. for sure.
1: Yeah. Articuno will know Hurricanes, Aptos, Thundershock, Moltres, Sky Attack, and Mewtwo will know Strike.
0: Okay. That's okay
1: then. But I I mean, I'm still iffy on the four just because
0: yeah. legendary raids, raids in general, they, they take a long time to hatch, they take a long time to do, and then they have to cycle back out. For people who don't live near a lot of raids, a lot of gyms, it can be kind of tough during that short period of time
1: right right yeah we get to sit from a position of privilege because we have a discord community which is hefty at this point in time Uh, a lot of active raiders and so basically if you're looking for any particular raid you only have to wait around for about an hour or two and it'll pop up but if you're in a rural setting you only have access to five gyms and that's that also the same five gyms that your entire discord community local has access to you're gonna have Difficulty fighting the Mewtwo In the yeah. Sea of Legendary Birds yeah, yeah, I would agree
2: See, I'm excited for Shiny Articuno To get another crack at it I've still never caught my own I've had it traded to me, but I've never caught one That yeah. stupid first Articuno day I don't know what I was doing You know, getting married On Articuno <laughs> Raid Day But I didn't get to I didn't get a Shiny that day I was very Rookie disappointed era. I'm, be I'm disappointed
1: in your priorities, let me just say.
2: <laughs> my husband took my phone.
4: <laughs> it was a thing.
1: He's like, honey, how about Articuno? <laughs> you get this back at the honeymoon.
4: <sighs> Pretty much.
1: <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, but, well, I mean, even if you had participated, if I remember correctly, Articuno's shiny rate was significantly less in comparison to the subsequent raid days for Zapdos and Moltres. Yes. A lot of people had issues getting it. So if you had to miss one and you were only looking for the shiny, that was the one to miss. So, yeah, hopefully it'll be a more even playing field chance for everybody to get their shiny. So, yeah. But Fish, we never got back to you. What are you looking forward to the most in February? You know what? It's an unpopular opinion,
3: but screw it. Roselia Raid Day. Uh, no, uh, no. Roselia Community Day. He
4: did it. <laughs> he said it.
0: He, You know what? Chris said this was a safe space, and I am going to not respect that and say that's a bad decision.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me a good reason? Can you give all of us listening intently? A, what? what do you, what's your reasoning here? I am always
3: excited by Pokemon getting new moves that that increases their relevance in PvP. Now, we did already cover that in Great League, Roselia is already overtaken by Sunny Cherim, so I give it that. But Ultra League, it's definitely going to have its own niche, and it'll be a really cool Pokemon to play with. Nice and and glassy, so high damage for a short amount of time. And, uh, yeah, it'll be a a lot of fun.
1: All right. All right. I I should also say, I actually, I want to say, I should, I'd like to, that regardless of the fact that it has been boosted in the past, the shiny, Kyle and I have talked about this before. I think everybody's talked about this. The shiny is still pretty awesome. Yeah. It's a beautiful looking shiny. Okay, cool. That's all I wanted to say. Great. All right. Well, (laughs) let's move on because we'll be here for a week and a half. The The next news item is Team Rocket is celebrating smells like trouble trainers team go rocket is celebrating but why it's up to you to find out here's what you can expect during the team go rocket celebration event when is this happening well (laughs) i love their copy it's cute sources point to this event occurring from tuesday today february 2nd at 10 a.m to sunday february 7th at 8 p.m local time that's right it's happening this week features include we've received word that team go rocket grunts will be turning the following pokemon into shadow pokemon swinib very cute with its red eyes by the way nose pass aaron there you go kyle Sveal, lalip Anorith, and more team go rocket grunts will also have different teams of pokemon during the event and after its conclusion so it's shaking them up and they're going to maintain that shake up through the event and beyond defeat team go rocket leaders during the event for a chance to receive a team go rocket leader gift sticker i already got another sierra sticker which is my favorite one out of all of them i guess cliff i do i do love sending cliff as a passive aggressive sticker to people being on the lookout for Pokemon like Golbat, Coughing, Ariados, Quillfish, Sneasel. Oh, man, I haven't seen Sneasel in forever. Thank goodness. Houndoor, <laughs> Nuzleaf, Stunky, Scaroopy, and Venipede appearing more often in the wild. <laughs> we had about eight hours of regular spawns, uh, and uh, there we go. Now we're back into another specialized spawn pool. Uh, Quillfish, Larvitar, Corefish, Absol, Scaroopy, Sandile, Scraggy, Ponyard, Volabi, and Dino will be hatching from strange eggs during and after the event. Boom. The following Pokemon will be... Okay, I want to circle back on that one because I have feelings. Okay. The following okay. Pokemon will be appearing in raids. One-star raids, a little of Meowth, Alolan Grimer, Gligar, Sneasel. I'm not giving you a pass for a Sneasel right now. Shinx and Clink. Three-star raids, Niddoqueen. That's a sweet three-star boss right there. Ariados, Umbreon, Tyranitar. That's a sweet three-star boss right there. And Absol. Five-star. We kind of covered this, but Raikou and Suikun will both be appearing at different times. You mentioned that. Just rewind. Yeah. Mega Raids will have Venusaur Ampharos and Mega Houndoom. Additionally, event exclusive field research and time to research will be available. The Team Go Rocket themed time to research that begins during the Jotu Celebration event will continue during this event and will reward an encounter with the legendary Pokemon Ho that knows the exclusive attack Earthquake. So if you didn't finish that, you have extra time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, somebody, if you know anybody, uh, I don't. I personally don't know anybody who hasn't finished the Joto celebration event research. Uh, I'm just saying. Yeah,
3: you uh, can't see my out. hands up right now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, it's Kyle yeah. too. That's what I was making fun of. But <laughs> all right. Wait up! Wait up! to out, out yourself. Tell yeah. on yourself. <laughs> way to tell on yourself. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Keep a lookout for more invaded Pokestops and Team Go rocket balloons than usual. Bonuses include and are limited to just one bonus. Half egg hatch distance when an egg is placed inside an incubator during the event. Also, that's happening this weekend on Sunday. Or that's quarter hatch distance, actually, isn't it? For Rose Adelaide Community Day. So. Yeah. Sorry. I'm eating my words. But anyway, let's circle back. Uh, t- I'm, t- I'm sure... <laughs> That everybody has an opinion on the strange egg pool. <laughs> so, uh, Kyle, go ahead.
0: They took out the garbage to put in more garbage. And I just, I, I th- that sums it up really nicely, I feel. <laughs> Very upset about it, especially as somebody who's still not gotten a poniard or sand dial.
1: I can't believe that, dude. I yeah. can't.
2: I put on Twitter all the time when I have – I currently have 12 – or nine 12K eggs going right now. Oh my like God. I do this all the time. I do this regularly. I've only hatched one sand dial.
1: <laughs>
0: Wow. I have no hope.
2: I have no hope then, so it's okay.
1: <laughs> all right, Fish, weigh in on the sand dial thing. And I'm going to make all of you very mad in just a minute.
3: I have not gotten a sand dial either, um, oh. but I also have a low hatch rate period of 12K eggs. Okay. I, haven't,
1: I haven't hatched for a Me minute. Too. Wow. I hatched two sandile back to back during my Get vacation. Out. I looked it up. But the <laughs> On vacation rate is one percent. One percent.
2: I've got so, seven volaby. I've had yeah, seven Yeah, yeah. Me too. <laughs> nice
0: look. Nice. Look. All, all I want to say is that <laughs> when I hatch my next twelve k egg after this event, and it's a core fish, I am throwing my phone. <laughs> I would rather hatch a trubbish than a corfish. That is me actually too. insulting. Yeah,
2: that's fair enough, man. I get kind of. I kind of like seeing the little trubbish, the little bag of trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it yeah. makes me happy. Corfish, so cute. Meh. I yeah, love trubbish. Corf-
1: corfish is not a satisfying booby prize, but trubbish is. Yes. 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 Exactly. Because it's
2: actual trash. It's like the game laughing at itself. I love it. <laughs> right. It, leaving the twelve k egg pool makes me sad.
4: Okay, yeah. conspiracy uh, theory. Just,
0: no, just one more thing to say this egg pool is huge for the amount of work you have to put in to get a strange egg, and it, that's unacceptable, in my opinion.
1: And the rates aren't even.
0: Yeah, but they're horribly skewed. I, I, I got off my soapbox. I am done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. You can look forward to uh, completing this Team Go Rocket event. It is live now, like I said before, and uh, the the rate of occurrence for the balloon showing up is boosted. What is it like one an hour now? Something like that. Like it's pretty quick. So there you go. If you again, if you haven't finished, you know, maybe your Team Go Rocket leaders for your HOA with Earthquake sounds like a good opportunity to farm those. Hmm. Just throwing that out there, just floating it out there in case somebody would find that information useful. But let's move on. Last piece of news here. Celebrate Lunar New Year with Pokemon Go. Trainers, happy Lunar New Year. The Pokemon Go Lunar New Year event is happening once again, featuring various red Pokemon, some lucky bonuses, and in celebration of the Year of the Ox, time to research featuring Tauros, the wild bull Pokemon. Plus, Gyarados will be able to mega evolve for the first time in Pokemon Go. Are you red? E? <laughs> Take a look at the details below. That's a joke because the shiny Gyarados is red. All right, moving on. When is this happening? Oh,
2: Tuesday. Uh, oh. I- oh.
4: <laughs> gotcha.
2: <laughs> I've just been silently losing.
1: It over. <laughs> so when is this happening? Tuesday, February 9th at 10 a.m. to Sunday, February 14th. That's Valentine's Day at 1 p.m. local time. The features include. As advertised, red Pokemon like Krabby, also just it's a straight up crab, Goldine, Magmar, Fire Duck, Magikarp, Miltank, Tank, Meditite, Tepig, and more will appear more frequently in the wild. If you're lucky, you might spot a Gyarados in the wild. Will you be lucky enough to encounter the coveted red, shiny Gyarados? The absolute gall of them writing this after we had a Magitar <laughs> community day.
4: The absolute
1: <laughs> gall i mean i love it i do because i think it's a cool shiny it's just fine in context
0: <laughs> it is saying find a shiny gyarados in the wild which
2: that's exciting
1: which
0: yeah. is pretty
2: exciting
1: even if you already have one i won't bunch. argue with that absolutely uh event exclusive field research tasks will reward encounters with meowth alola meowth Galarian Meowth, Kyle, looking at you, Metatite and (laughs) Miltank, Pokemon representing animals associated with Lunar New Year, will be hatching from five kilometer eggs. Oh, boy. Keep an eye out for Rattata, (laughs) Ekans, Mankey, Ponyta, Marie Poundour, Miltank, Torchic, Bagon, Beniri, Tepig, and Litleo, (laughs) if I hatch a Rattata from a five kilometer egg, I'm quitting.
2: And it's going to be large. It's going to be extra large. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. Big old fat rat. Oh boy. The following Pokemon will be appearing in raids Metatite, Carvana, Duskull, Skaroopy, and Daramaka will be appearing in one star raids. Ooh, Daramaka and one star. That's a good one. That's good. Yeah. Miltank, Octillery, Blaziken, Camerupt, and Absol will be in three star raids. Absol, I guess, is just never leaving. huh? Latios and Latias will be appearing in five star raids from Tuesday, February 9th at 10 a.m. to Saturday, February 20th at 9 a.m. local time. Mega. Pygia, Mega Gyarados, ooh, Mega Gyarados, and Mega Ampharos will be appearing in Mega Raids from Tuesday, February 9th at 10 a.m. to Saturday, February 20th in 9 a.m. local time. And this will be Mega Gyarados' debut in Pokemon Go. Just two quick things on Mega Gyarados. The most, okay, the least important of the two that you need to know is that it changes its typing from water flying to water dark. But the most important thing to note here is that it turns into a giant shrimp. Okay. Awful. It's awesome. In celebration of the Year of the Ox, Tauros, the wild bull Pokemon, will be featured in Timed Research. Gifts will contain more Pokeballs, so be sure to send lots of gifts to your friends. Never. Not in a million years. You'll be likely (laughs) to become lucky friends with your friends, so be sure to swap gifts. Never. Battle in raids, maybe. And trade with them sometimes. When you trade a Pokemon, it'll be likely to become a lucky Pokemon. Awesome. Uh, A lot of us need need that for our was it level 49 is that what needs that yeah yeah yes. all right. okay all right. trading range will be temporarily increased to 40 kilometers from monday february 8th to monday february 15th sweet and lastly wishing you health wealth and luck this year stay safe and happy exploring all right let's reverse order this fish thoughts feelings can you come back to me Yes. All right. That's a hard pass. That's a hard pass. All right, Kyle, you're next.
0: I'm a solid like five out of ten in that.
1: What about out of twenty five?
0: Out of twenty-five, we're we're sitting at that same like twelve or thirteen.
1: That's like fifty percent.
0: <laughs> yes, correct. We almost did the math there. But I I Devil. really like <laughs> I, I really like the theming around the lunar. New Year events that we get, but the actual content of them is never really compelling to me. That said, I really like the Skarupi and Darumaka and one-star raids. I still really want a shiny skarupi.
4: Yeah. Not much luck.
0: So
2: All right. I have positive things to say. Yay. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Okay. So more chances at a shiny mill tank. I'll yeah. take it. And also Metatite, I have the rank three. Metacham, but I have to get it to level fifty, <laughs> oh. and I don't have any XL candy, so oh, I am going no. to be hard farming Metatite during this event. Oh and God. I know a lot of other PVPers are with me on that. That that is the highlight, not the the Mega Gyarados. <laughs> the big giant atrocious shrimp is fine, but the Metatite in spawns. That's what a lot of us are excited about. Also, um, I have a goal of completing a lucky Dex. Have everything in the Pokedex that's eligible to be traded, be lucky. And so anytime there's a boost to lucky trades, lucky friends, that makes me happy.
1: All right. Well, wow. lots of po-
2: I've, I'm bringing the positive. Positive
1: yeah, vibes awesome. only. Fish, you, you want to tear us down?
3: No, no. Um, I, I was just oh. looking at, uh, uh, would you like me to? I can.
1: No. It's <laughs> <what
3: it's, laughs>
1: sorry i'm used to working with kyle you know i just my bad Uh, i'm like first of all in australia
3: we call them prawns
4: (laughs) which which is
0: wait okay
1: Um, point taken noted our prawns and shrimp the
0: same thing i thought they I were think different so.
3: oh hang on now now i've got to go i have
0: no i'm like i'm legitimately i swear to god i thought they were different like same family different different subcategory type thing what's the difference between shrimp and...
3: oh okay uh so this article says while there are many foods that go by different names in the u.s than in the rest of the english-speaking world no linguistic dichotomy gets more attention than shrimp versus prawns if that is not the biggest <laughs> overstatement you've ever heard
1: <laughs> <laughs> look look the world of linguistics is very dramatic and very serious okay All
0: right.
3: excuse me some people are saying shrimp and some are saying prawns why aren't we giving this more attention
0: alright but how do you say caramel uh, caramel. caramel or is it caramel caramel, okay, caramel. yeah with, with the extra A
1: like okay. they, they call it prawns down there okay Kyle back off okay, <laughs> which, which makes the whole back.
0: shrimp on the
3: barbie thing so confusing <laughs> and misleading <laughs>
1: all of all of my cultural exposure to australian culture is from two sources actually three sources you fish zoe two dots and going to epic steakhouse (laughs) the last one is the most exposure i've had out of the three (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay
3: so yeah, I'm just looking through uh, a lot of these features, and I think uh, yeah, it's really cool that I don't think we've had ha- how long has it been since we had a an event with boosted lucky rates?
1: Oh, not for, for uh, not for a while. I don't I don't even think the last friendship event had it right. It was just extended trade distance and uh, upping gifts held and gifts opened, right? And they might have had an increased chance of lucky friends. Maybe, maybe,
3: yeah. But yeah, the, the increased chance of lucky Pokemon is awesome. And I also, just a cool little thing I noticed is that they've done this thing where they've likened a Pokemon to each of the animals of the Chinese Zodiac before. Uh, but yeah. obviously a lot of the Pokemon they're using this time weren't out back then. So, <laughs> out back. <laughs> weren't, That's a stick-out. Weren't, weren't out back then. So uh, it's cool that they've kind of updated it for the the more current Pokemon.
1: Agreed. I think it's pretty cool. It's cool to see these regular annual events evolve in their own way. <laughs> evolve, get it? All right. I think that wraps up the news section. All right. That means we're going to move on to Gear Up. Without a shadow of a doubt,
0: shadows reign supreme. This week on Gear Up, we're going to be talking about Shadow Pokemon in relation to PVE, not PvP, which is where people usually talk about it. As I said. We usually talk about Shadows in relation to PvP, and I don't really like Shadows in general, so I try not to talk about it. But it's hard to deny that they are very, very strong when raiding. So I just wanted to cover the top ones for each significant typing so a lot of people can know what to look out for as we wait for another rocket event where you can TM away frustration. Also, it goes without saying, everything that's said here is assuming all of these Pokemon have had Frustration TM'd away via a rocket event. So this is all future advice if you haven't already heard it before. First up, Dark type. Number one's not going to be anybody's surprise. Tyranitar. I'm going to say all of these are assuming double movesets for their respective types, so I don't have to repeat everyone's movesets, make it a little bit... Less repetitive for everybody.
1: Just for each of these, you just look up the optimal PBE moveset and just put it on the shadow version. Is that pretty much it?
0: Yeah. Just Tyranitar double dark. Next up is Weavile with double dark. Weavile's DPS as shadow is ridiculous. It's like 22.3 or something like that. Oh my. But it's incredibly glassy as you would expect. So it puts it beneath Tyranitar's bulk even as a shadow Pokemon. Next up, there's Dragon. Number one and two, Dragonite and Salamence. Both of these are assuming they have their community day moves. But even without it, they are still at the top of the list. Next up, Electric. Number one is Raikou. Number two is Zapdos. But those are both legendaries. We don't don't have a lot of opportunities for those. Number three is Electivire. So there's a, a much more obtainable one comparatively. For fighting, there's only one option. Machamp, until we till we get better fighting options. But when? But when I don't um, when they're done milking timber for everything it's worth.
4: <laughs> True. That's when. <laughs> <laughs> True.
0: <laughs> Next up is Grass Torterra and Venusaur. Again, assuming Community Day moves. If you don't want to go the Community Day route, Exegutor, just regular old Exegutor. It's actually pretty good as a shadow type, still above other non-shadow types. So that's really funny, in my opinion. Yes. is is a funny Pokemon. Psychic type. Yeah, one guess. There's there's only one. Espeon. (laughs) Ooh. No. Execute? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) But I think that is like the third. The third one that I didn't even bother scrolling that far down <laughs> <laughs> It's Mewtwo. Is for anyone who's actually. Wondering. Oh,
2: oh, right. Yeah. Okay.
0: And the number two on the psychic list is regular Mewtwo. So pretty much everything else is not worth talking about for the most part. Next, we have Rock type. This time Tyranitar, except with his Community Day move, it puts him so far above every other Rock type. He has higher DPS than Rampardos, and he's still bulkier, even being a shadow type, which I thought was hilarious.
4: <laughs>
1: that's just rude <laughs> <then> Poor
0: Rampardos. <laughs> Next, we have Steel. This one's just Metagross because that's really the only option. Again, community day move, unfortunately. And lastly, Water. Number one is Swampert with its community day move. And number two is Gyarados. Nothing else fancy going on there. Now, I I skipped a whole lot of types here. There's only nine right there out of the 18 types. Anything I skipped is either not really a relevant PVE type or there is not a relevant shadow that outpaces a non-shadow Pokemon.
3: Actually, we just had Shadow Swinub
0: released. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's a good point.
3: Um, in fact, the reason why I was so delayed in joining in on that joke before is because I was checking my, uh, my trusty TDO spreadsheet here, and it looks like Shadow Mammoth Swine is going to be the best, or is now the best ice attacker with Powder Snow. That's damage. fair. That's a, that's a
4: new Breaking one, so news. That's very important.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Shadow Mammoth Swine is good. There you go. <laughs> uh, better
3: than Mega Bomber according to this. Wow. wow. Yeah. So this is going I mean, by, I remember, Carl, um, you talking about the DPS cubed times TDO metric. Yep. And ever since you talked about that, that's what I've been going by uh, when judging all these things. And yeah, Shadow Mammoth Swine is at 3468 or uh, just under 3469. Shadow Weavile is at 2408. So that's like, that's a big jump. And then Mega Note is under
0: that at two three
3: nine seven
0: how does that compare to galarian darmanitan though
3: um zen mode of galarian darmanitan is a lot better than shadow mammoth swine so it is a, a another huge step above
0: what about standard though we don't have zen mode in go yet
3: galarian darmanitan regular is one step below mega obama
1: okay
0: good that's 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 uh, that's the kind of info I like to know. OK,
1: that's a type. That's a really tight cluster of top tier <laughs> ice. Attackers. Yeah. They are. They are.
0: <laughs> that's a good addition to the list that I missed, though. So Shadow Mamoswine. But I think Shadow Mamoswine deserves a call out and a couple other ones from this list that are worth mentioning. Tyranitar, Dark, Electivire and Machamp dark simply dark tyranitar simply because it's it's more obtainable and it's a significant boost in dps compared to other dark types that aren't dark rye mm-hmm. and then Electivire iron machamp just because they're so relatively obtainable as well
1: just to kind of reiterate the reason that tyranitar dark is more accessible is because it doesn't have a legacy move in order to get the 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 optimal move set for the dark typing
0: yes How do you guys feel about using shadows for PVE? Do you guys even bother make any effort for that?
2: Um, I think I've mentioned on PVP corner before. I don't power up. I don't use any of the shadows. I think it breaks the narrative of the game to use them. And that really like that does bother me. So I like I will TM frustration off like I have some in my inventory. I just don't really use them
0: i
3: agree that's my stance (laughs) yeah um i agree with that completely but i'm also i i'm not passionate enough about it to decide to i guess hamstring myself a little bit uh, by completely ignoring shadows like I, i i feel like yeah it sucks but you know it's part of the game now so may as well
1: it's just for me it's just so much harder to justify powering up a shadow pokemon because it's that much more expensive especially when you're doing things like pve where it's like it's got to be max level there's no reason for it to not be max level mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i already have maxed out regular versions of a lot of these so if i get the shadow sometimes it's not worth the four hundred thousand stardust Ugh. and you know mountains and mountains of candy just to get it up there with the exception of um, if i get a 100 percent shadow of any particular thing which i only have one of and i'm still hesitant to power <laughs> that up you know what i mean it's it's a much harder value-based decision mm. for shadow than it is if it was a one-to-one ratio i'd power them up all day over the other ones for sure whatever i'm already going through you know 12 pokemon in any given raid if we're short manning it so why not have them die a little bit quicker just to do more damage but the the percentage amount that it costs extra on top—it's just can, outrageous. Can we just like talk about
0: that phrase for a second? Why not have them die a little bit quicker for a little more damage? <laughs> I, but, but that's true. <laughs>
4: but it's well, but that's exactly so what not Kyle be. and Deepa
3: are saying about the whole narrative of it. Like we're meant um, to be caring about these Pokemon.
1: Oh well, if you if you want to be like that about it, sure. <laughs> You know they're not real, right, guys? Hey, hey. All right. Hey, let's hey, not hey. say things we can't take back. <laughs> no, I understand. I have a harder time caring about Shadow Pokemon, though, uh, just because I the whole concept of it is wild to me. And so, I, I mean, <laughs> if, I thought, if I really sat down and thought about it, maybe I would have some cognitive, emotional, moral dissonance about it, but I haven't given it a lot of thought. And so, right now, it's okay.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Mm, yeah. Yeah. No. I mean... <laughs> you're right but i i think it's kind of an important narrative beat of pokemon that it's hard for me to ignore
2: i i feel the same way
0: but not everybody feels that way and that's why this kind of list is very helpful in deciding what is worth investing in especially if you're coming into the game relatively new and you actually get to start with shadows
1: absolutely absolutely that's pretty cool yeah a lot of us got shadows after we've already been you know level 40 or we're close to level 40 and had a lot of maxed out pokemon but i can only imagine leveling up shadow pokemon probably you get to feel that power scaling a little bit more you know at lower levels than you do at these higher mm-hmm. levels mm-hmm. right so that's pretty cool That's pretty cool all right so we're gonna move on to the Pokolore next thanks seriously so like pink useful. teats <laughs> yeah
4: yeah this is pink yeah, oh yeah. get
1: ready oh get ready so this week we're going to be covering two pokemon in honor of the upcoming lunar festival for the year of the ox we're going to be covering Tank, the milk cow pokemon and tauros the wild bull pokemon
2: so the first Pokemon for the Pokalore is Miltank. Miltank is a bipedal bovine Pokemon, which can only be female. Its body is mostly pink with a yellow belly and black angular markings along its back. A black hood-like marking around its face with a pink triangular mark on its forehead. There are two small horns on top of its head. It has large blue eyes, a black nose, a wide mouth, as well as long, black, floppy ears with yellow insides. Miltank has a yellow udder with four pink teats. All four of its limbs end in black cloven hooves, and its long tail is tipped with a black sphere. In Generation 6, Miltank was the only known Pokémon that can learn milk drink. The milk that it produces is sweet and very nutritious and can be used to heal Pokémon and ill or weary humans. Drinking a large amount of Tank's milk will cause a Pokemon or person to gain weight along with stomach pains. Oh, the no. taste and nutrition of its milk improves with the quality of the pasture it lives in, and the taste itself changes with the season. It can produce over five gallons of milk per day, Ooh. which in turn Ooh. can be used to turn into yogurt or enjoyed unchanged by children and adults alike. Miltank can become ill if it is not milked every day. Miltank lives in grasslands and is also raised on farms. Miltank has been supporting the lives of people and other Pokemon since ancient times with its ability to produce milk.
3: So and- does that make Miltank the only completely domesticated Pokemon?
1: Yeah, uh, hmm, I can't uh. leave an example against that, but I don't think that's true. i'm just thinking
2: of mr mime in the main series (laughs) when you said domesticated (laughs) (laughs) the only pokemon
1: (laughs) with a broom and
3: apron
2: yeah like you want to (laughs) i was just gonna add that miltank has a spot in my heart for the main series games um in pokemon gold silver crystal you have to beat whitney and that miltank just scarred (laughs) you just cried because it kept rolling out and killing you and there's also oh, it's just the devil a f- it's the worst and then there's a little side quest where you have to feed a very sick mill tank seven regular berries which i thought that was a really cool call out to the mill tank task that we had recently in johto was use seven berries oh and, yeah and you get a little <laughs> oh, tank reward. what <laughs> that's so cool yeah i, I thought that even... was really cool like that kind of oh. i was like oh um but yeah you feed the Miltake seven berries and um you get rewards for that you get a tm you can then talk to the guy to buy um the moo moo milk in the game so yeah i just miltank holds a spot in my heart from po- playing pokemon crystal okay cool ho-
1: hard hard stop for just a second here okay fish and kyle you both laughed at me you mean to tell me you got that reference as well absolutely not i just laughed at okay the reaction. oh 100 no, oh. percent
0: not i'm just gonna okay. say that i didn't even know it was a task so
1: <laughs> you ever like have a moment where the only person that you didn't get something like in a room and you're like jeez i <laughs> yes. i feel so dumb yes. okay Ooh, that made me feel a lot better All no right, i'm let's, just let's,
2: i play pokemon <laughs> crystal once a week with camo so I'm mm-hmm. I'm familiar with like I'm familiar with the task in the game.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. That is a cool call out.
0: Can I just comment that Miltank can produce five gallons of milk per day? That's absurd. And, oh, and the, the fact that tank?
3: it has to be milked, otherwise it gets milked. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not, not surprised. It has
0: to be milked. But it doesn't they also live just in the grasslands. So who's milking the wild milk tanks?
3: Yeah. And that, that's why I was thinking like, oh, maybe this this is just a completely domesticated Pokemon. Cause, because yeah, it would otherwise, have to be. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise they're milking
1: each other. I don't know. <laughs> but they, I mean, they I do no milk drink. Yeah, so. exactly.
0: They're just drinking their own milk. It's an endless cycle of production.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the more we talk about this, the less comfortable I get. Let's move on to Tauros. <laughs>
3: Tauros is a quadrupedal bovine Pokemon. It's covered in light brown fur with a thick, darker brown mane around the neck it has a rounded muzzle with a dark brown nose and small triangular eyes three gray bumps run vertically down its forehead and a pair of curved gray horns grow atop its head each of its three black tails has a tuft of fur on the end and there's a single gray hoof on each foot thank goodness taurus is a male only species with no female counterpart. Tauros is a violent, rowdy Pokemon that whips itself into a frenzy using its three tails. It serves as a warning to others that Tauros is about to charge with astonishing speed. Once it starts charging, it's unable to stop or change course until it hits something. It lives and travels in herds on plains and in grasslands. It will lock horns with others of its kind, and the herd's protector takes pride in its battle-scarred horns. While still ferocious... Tauros are calmer in Alola than elsewhere, likely due to the region's climate. The practice of riding Tauros is believed to have started in Alola. However, Tauros in Galar are more volatile and don't want to be ridden. I don't blame them. <laughs> and like, who who wouldn't be calmer in a Hawaiian
1: tropical climate? I mean, if if you're scared of the ocean and you're stuck on an island, uh, I mean...
0: Or someone who is white as can be and sunburns <laughs> in the any kind of sunlight
1: just stay inside your bungalow for your entire trip
0: yeah uh, but are you going to react by uh
3: wildly charging at people Bob?
1: uh maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you haven't seen him at a go fest it's a <laughs> it's something else uh
2: i am upset that i can't find it in alola there's a little like side mission you do with Miltank and Toros, where you have to like calm down this very angry Toros. and normally they have the boss of the ranch which is a Tank, do it and she can't even like this Toros is having none of it and i'm trying to because they call the Tank something funny like i read it and i remember laughing and i cannot find it for the life of me and now i'm upset because i just played this game <laughs>
3: I was going to, after the tank section, I was going to uh, joke about, oh, wouldn't it be cool if, like, in a later generation, they released, like, an only male version and called it something like Bull Tank. And then we started <laughs> <What>? Tauros. <laughs> and
4: I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, hold exists. up.
1: <laughs> Speaking of stats, thank you, Fish and DeFi, for covering those two Pokemon. Let's just go through stats really quick. Uh, for both of them, we'll, uh, Okay. I almost didn't, but we're going to do both really quick. Miltank first because it's less interesting, I suppose. Max CP of twenty six sixty two, one hundred fifty seven attack, one ninety three defense, and two sixteen stamina means that yes, Whitney's Miltank is is a tank. Tank is literally in the name. Yep. All right. Great. Best move set <laughs> uh, zen headbutt and body slam uh, that's mostly for gym defending otherwise you i think when to run tackle if you're using it in pve but uh why on earth would you do that okay moving on to toros max cp of 2962 just under 3000 oh man sorry buddy 198 attack 183 defense and 181 stamina just wonderfully mediocre statistics right there um best move set i swear that's the last time i'll do that this episode tackle and horn attack and either earthquake or iron head this is what was listed for pvp because again i don't think you're really using tauros in pve uh except for filler i guess if you order teams yeah yep. yeah 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 might as well give it that third move in case you're in the rare situation <laughs> where it Or, comes or, you, or you could just
0: transfer it away you know don't know then uh-uh. it won't get
1: auto-wrecked but then it's not funny exactly <laughs> anyway that's it for the that's it for the poke this week thank you very much again and let's move on to the Pokepoll. so last week's poke question
0: was set by the mods on Modcast and they said, send Chris and Kyle a picture of how you eat Kit Kats and hopefully maliciously make fun of Chris, but
1: stop it. It was kind I mean, of, bullied. it was kind
0: of mixed. Not a lot of actual pictures being sent though.
1: A lot of opinions <laughs> so, and a lot feelings, of opinions. Yeah. A lot
0: of, a lot of feelings, a lot of people <laughs> speaking with their feelings, <laughs> but one that a few that were sent. First one was from gray. V two, sent a picture of themselves soaking a kit kat in a cup of monster energy drink and then they said they <laughs>
1: ate it and i was like yes Kate okay. yes way to take chaos to the next dimension absolutely yeah i'm, I'm in agreement there
0: <laughs> next one is an extensive one from richard i said so last week last week they asked How do you eat a Kit Kat? Currently, I don't have any, so let me list my strategies. One, the Chris way. Steps, rip open the wrapping hungrily and wolf down the Kit Kat without breaking the two bars open. Efficiency, 10 out of 10. Difficulty, 1 out of 10. Chris, 100 out of 10. That's right. The Kyle way, a.k.a. the way most people eat Kit Kats. One, open the wrapping paper. Number two, break the parts into two. Number three, eat each half. Efficiency nine out of ten, difficulty two out of ten. Kyle five hundred thirty-five out of fifty. Do the math. That comes out to ten point seven. I don't. I don't know what the joke is there, but I did why did
4: you, you do the math? Because <laughs>
1: I was asked to.
4: It's a joke.
1: <laughs> but I was asked to do the math. <laughs> it's ten point seven. Okay. You can't right. turn down a legitimate request for math, Chris. <laughs> I was told they're beating the math this episode. <laughs>
0: Number three, knife skills way. One, get a knife. Two, cut the wrapping open. Three, cut the Kit Kat in half horizontally. Ooh. Four. After that, cut the Kit Kat along the crease. You will now have four pieces. Five. Eat them one by one. Efficiency, eight point five. Difficulty three point five out of ten. Wait, hang on. If that's a three point five out of ten for difficulty, um I, I hate to see what's coming up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there are seven there are of seven. these, by the way. All right, okay four,
0: Courtney Kardashian way. Step one, break off one piece. Step two, bite the chocolate off both short ends, just the chocolate, not the crunchy part. Step three, eat the chocolate down each side. Step four, separate and eat the top layer. Step five, separate and eat the bottom layer. Six, eat the middle. Efficiency, five out of 10 difficulty seven out of 10 okay yeah that's 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 Was more that difficult.
1: popularized by a kardashian sister i don't that... think so. i'm not entirely sure but what's really funny though is that richard has actually stumbled upon the way that kyle eats pizza <laughs>
2: <laughs> also there's not six there's there's six ways the seven they skip from five to seven.
1: Oh, they oh yeah look at that there is only six you got uh, me you got me okay <laughs> Richard, you well got me. <laughs>
0: number five is the atomic way step one open the wrapper Two: acquire a hadron collider three mm-hmm. power it up four insert the Kit Kat. five beginning shooting nucleons at it six wait for an eternity seven collect the atoms eight <laughs> eat them if you can nine escape unharmed ten leave no traces of evidence but you had to acquire that collider. That's evidence. Yeah, efficiency, but then you've got it for future 10.
1: use. It's an investment.
0: Efficiency 10 out of 10. Difficulty 10 out of 10.
1: Don't you run the risk
3: of creating like a mini Kit Kat black hole? Yeah. I, <laughs> I, feel I feel like, like it's worth Efficiency it.
0: is one for that <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, number six. The simplest way. Number one, don't buy a Kit Kat. Number two, regret life. Efficiency 10 out of 10, difficulty 0 out of 10.
1: I just can't get behind that one. I'm sorry.
0: That is not the first response that is like that because DeFi also submitted a video response to this that we we didn't include here because she is here to let us know how she feels
1: herself.
2: I went when I was grocery shopping, I took a video of me picking up the Kit Kats, putting them back, giving them a thumbs down and then picking up Reese's peanut butter cups and giving those a thumbs up. And that was my how to eat a Kit Kat, was just to not.
4: <sighs>
3: and can I just say, I'm amazed that this actually got content on the show. Like, it was said last week, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a funny joke. And
2: then I thought that was going to be it. You underestimated this community, my friend.
0: You underestimate people's love for Kit Kats <laughs> and like hatred. I said, yeah Mm -hmm. like i said though in the discord the chat was heated for like a good day yes (laughs) about this (laughs) but everyone already knows chris and my answer to this one i don't think we need to to weigh in no 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 no, no. (laughs) but more pokemon related because this week's poke poll is what is the one quality of life change you'd like niantic to implement to pokemon go the most Let's start with DeFi because I think you already have an answer ready to go.
2: Oh, yeah. I want, there's a lot of things I want for this game, <laughs> but the one that I want the most is global lucky trades. I want to be able, if you put in the time to reach best friends with someone and then proc lucky friends with them. You should be able to do that trade wherever you are. So if I get lucky, friends with my friends in Europe or Australia or Asia Pacific somewhere, I should be able to just boom, make that lucky trade. Anyone gonna fight me on that? Because I feel no, like that's no, pretty globally. I, I that.
4: That. Yep.
1: No, we all agree. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah, my first lucky friend was on the East Coast, and I'm never gonna meet them in person. So.
1: <laughs> oh, now with that attitude, start walking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Okay. Chris, what about you?
1: Okay. This will never happen, but I would really like, and I think a lot of people would like, I don't really have a lot of issues with this personally, but it would make life easier for me. But for other people that don't buy incubators, it's a big deal. Being able to trash eggs or convert, like, you know, three, two kilometers into a 5K and then three, 5Ks to a 10, like some system, maybe if we're not trashing them because that's super anti Pokemon right there. Mm-hmm. Just some way to influence eggs and the ones that you acquire and manage your inventory in an intelligent way.
0: Yeah, no, I can agree with that. I think I'm going to piggyback on top of that and make one that might be more realistic to happen. Remove eggs from Pokemon go.
4: (laughs) No. Okay.
0: Turn off the ability to receive an egg. For when people are potentially trying to save up 12 K eggs or 7 k's. if you're being weird i don't know why you would do that but that just in general when you don't feel like being swamped with eggs or if you know the current event is going to be all 5k eggs you just don't you just don't want to have them fill your inventory just let us say no that's all we don't have to hatch them to get rid of them but we also don't get any rewards for saying no and i feel like that's pretty reasonable
1: absolutely yeah agency in the egg equation for sure
0: fish that leaves you
1: I
3: think it would be cool if we had just like a scrapbook of some kind where we could actually go through all the postcards we've received from all our friends in gifts,
4: hmm.
2: or save specific so, ones. Like, oh, that's funny. I want to save. Like, I want to be able to see that again.
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Uh, well, uh, yeah, that's that's one
3: thing you could do with it. I was for me personally, I was thinking uh, it would just be cool to see. Like, oh, I got this one from uh, from. Wisconsin I I got this postcard from Chicago I got this one from you know Amsterdam and and just see where in the world I've got friends
1: yeah no I think that's great I think a lot of people have wanted that I've heard a lot of people ask for something like that right right I mean what's the it it seems like it it would be like a pretty on-brand Pokemon thing because they're all they're kind of all about sentimentality and so like this feeds right into that idea like oh two years ago I got this from this place, from my friend that I've never met and I now have a positive relationship with because of Pokemon Go and mm. this is a nice thing to have, right? Yeah. Instead mm-hmm. of it just happened once and I don't want to open this because then I'll lose the gift, you know what I mean?
3: And there's like, uh, there's been a few situations where I've uh, been like, oh, I've got this uh, wonderful uh, postcard of a mural in, in Italy and now it's gone forever.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a bummer.
0: Or those temporary stops from GoFest?
2: Yeah, I don't yeah. want. Like, I want yeah. evidence of those. Like, I'm really yeah. sad when I like send away my last one. Always.
3: Yeah, me too. I also uh, want to just brag that uh, for for a very very long time before it was actually introduced into the game, I was telling people how there should be like a mass power up feature uh, where like, and I was describing. The, what I was describing in my own head was almost exactly what they they brought out into the game. So yeah. I felt very validated when they did that.
1: Well, thank you, uh, <laughs> f- from me to you, Fish. Thank you for putting <laughs> the energy out into the atmosphere, uh, and I, I really appreciate it. Continue uh, it to put to- that
2: same energy for um, Heck Caterpie
1: uh, and Shiny Mill Tank. I'm messaging them every week, <laughs> I'm like Andy Dufresne. Not
0: well. You got to message them twice Actually, a week links. now.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Because they gave us the the party hat worm ball, and that's when I'm like, D five was like, "Well, I guess that you got to stop now." And I'm like, "No, no, no I think I'll double double the uh two <laughs> a week
4: until
3: they give us our cowboy hat canopy."
1: Absolutely, we need to rally. Yes, we do. But anyway, dear listener, we'd love to hear what you have to say for the question: What is the one quality of life change you'd like Niantic to implement into Pokemon Go? the most and you can of course answer that when we post on social media such as twitter and slash or facebook or just you know twitter depending on how spicy you're feeling that particular week Uh, or if you're a patron in our discord more about that at the end of the show you can answer there you can also leave us a voicemail at 262-586-7717 or you can send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com but i am getting ahead of myself this is great because i get to just hand it off to, to our actual PvP <laughs> Corner peeps. We have both of them. You're right here. This is great. Hello. Hey, here, here's the transition. It's time for PvP Corner. All right, thanks.
3: And this week on PvP Corner, we should start with our Sylph check-in, DeFi E. Uh, the Sylph All-Star tournament has come to an end
2: it has and spoiler warning the seven wonders beat the squirtle squad and it was so much fun to watch quote-unquote live on twitch the battles were pre-recorded but i they on twitch you could see the live shout casting of the matches and viewers even got a special badge for their self card they were putting links in the chat to get a special badge that you watched the finals it was really really fun to watch
3: uh, that I actually didn't even know that because uh, unfortunately for me, the time zones did not match up well, so they kept airing uh, at like two a.m. my time, so I uh, couldn't watch the final. Um, so that's really cool that the viewers got. It. I uh, did get a badge for participating, which is uh, really awesome. So I get to display that proudly. Uh, that probably it'll probably go in my favorite achievement section now on my card.
2: For sure. Sylph also just made another recent announcement. There is now going to be monthly Sylph Arena showdowns. I am super excited about this, even though I'm never, ever going to participate. (laughs) I think it's so cool. You might though, Fish. So why don't you tell us a little bit about it?
3: Uh, So each month, Sylph Arena are gonna invite the top 128 battlers on the global leaderboards. Why 128, you ask? Well. Uh, that is the maximum allowed for a remote tournament at the moment through the Sylph Arena, and it is the, the maximum for seven rounds. So they're going to invite the top 128 battlers to participate in a big old tournament for that month. Whoever wins that will get an invite directly to the 2021 Continental Championships for their own continent uh, for this season. So that is... Big, high stakes.
2: This is going to be just a one-day Flash tournament. And this month, the cup that they are going to work in, their meta, is going to be the Labyrinth Cup. And the tournament is going to take place on February 21st. So be sure to be watching the socials for the Sylph Arena if you are interested in seeing how these top battlers are going to do.
3: Yeah, it's going to be some real high-level stuff. And uh, I, I would... Wager heavily that it is going to be all over Twitch and YouTube because you know I think that's why they do this kind of stuff to kind of get the um, get get the show out there, kind of show everyone what is possible uh, w- with this kind of really strategic way of doing PvP, which is the Silver Arena. Mm-hmm.
2: Speaking of strategy, we are in the Labyrinth Cup, which I've done some practice tournaments. I have needed to employ some really (laughs) creative team building solutions. Just a reminder, the Labyrinth Cup is very unique, specifically unique because you can only have unique typings on your team of six. So, for example, if you choose Whiskash, that is the only ground type, the only water type you can have on your team. And there is a host of bands um, but many of the major players, the major PvP relevant Pokémon that you can think of, your Azus, your Metachamps, things like that, are banned. No Defense Deoxys for you. So Fish, <laughs> what have you been seeing in the Labyrinth Cup in your practice? What What are some of your hot takes for this month?
3: I have done one practice tournament so far, and what I found out in that tournament is that I'm no longer a fan of Dugong in this meta. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> i know it's i wanted it to work in fact um I, I powered one up specifically for the tournament which is why it took me so long to get up to three million stardust because i spent some of it on that uh double legacy dugong <laughs> but um uh yeah it, there are so many counter users around uh there's garvantula there's alolan marowak which um it didn't even occur to me uh that alolan marowak is a reasonable counter for Dugong because all of Dugong's power comes from its ice moves, which Marowak resists. So there's just so much in the meta uh, that's going to be popular and that counters Dugong. So I'm, I'm now out on that one for this cup. However, one pick that I really am liking and want to get onto my team is Jealousant. So a lot of people going to be bringing Alolan Marowak, and a lot of people bringing Vigoroth. Jellicent is an amazing counter for both of those Pokemon. Not only that, it also beats Whiscash, which is going to be a really good pick. Um, it's It's got some really nice spice, some really nice coverage.
2: Excellent. What I've been seeing that I've really been loving is Double weather ball. I've been running Polytoad and alolan Ninetales Nine Tails as a core together. I am a sucker for spammy moves. Just being able to get up to Weather Ball like that, and I did really, really well in my practice. In my second practice tournament, in the first practice tournament, I did not do so well. But I, sw- I made a couple team adjustments. I'm, I'm kind of liking Galvantula double counter with Vigoroth and Toxic croak on the same team, so I can have two counter users. I like. I love this meta. I love the creativity, and I love all the spice that I've been seeing.
1: I want to say really quick, it's really awesome to hear that Galvantula is getting more use outside of <laughs> just that one particular uh, meta where it was relevant for. I was really afraid I was going to make it because I loved using it, and I don't even remember what cup that was. It was a while ago now. Mm. Um, but it's it's so awesome to hear that it's coming back for more use because it didn't seem like one that would.
4: Oh, Oh, it's great with
2: Lunge. Oh my god.
1: (laughs) That's right, Lunge Lunge did change that up for it. Uh, Really? Even in in regular, like GBL too?
3: Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, the coverage of Bug and Electric, there's really not much that resists both. Can you think of anything, DeFi that would resist both Bug and Electric? Rock? No, uh, Rock doesn't resist Electric.
2: I don't think anything resists both. This isn't my forte. Just thinking of it yeah. on the spot,
0: but uh, I just want to mention in rankings on PV Poke, Galvantula is forty-two in Great League. That wow! So, mm-hmm. so that's quite. Oh, but hot. then, like,
3: uh, well, I thought you were gonna say that's that's fairly low, um, because like Hypno is at like a hundred or something like that.
0: Yeah. So that's which, that's good. Like that's we all really know that cool.
3: how good that is. Yeah, it's that that lunge just hits so hard and gives you the debuff as well. And dis- discharge as well is is a really strong move. Like the, the just the attack stat on that Pokemon is ridiculous.
1: You just blew my mind, by the way, that rock doesn't resist electric. It's because it's so commonly paired with ground. That's ground. It, think, yeah. So. Yep, <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Okay. <laughs> Jeez.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to go battle league. We are currently in the Ultra League and the Premier Cup until Monday, February eighth. How's that going for you, Fish? I'm I am not seeing a lot of success on my end.
3: <laughs> uh, same here. <laughs> in my trying- defense, that is because I uh, powered up three Pokemon for it, and I've stuck with that those three for several months. I have not bothered power- like spending my Stardust on uh, other Pokemon that are a little more, you know, meta breaking. <laughs>
2: Right. And I'm really struggling because I don't want to power up any level 50 Pokemon, like power anything up right. past 40. So I'm trying to work with the Pokemon that you can use normal PVP IV stuff that I already had. I'm working really hard trying to get Empoleon and Galade to work well together. I also have Venusaur as my coverage in the back, but I'm still I'm running into so many like Umbreon at level 50. And that is just Oof. so tough to get through. So that's that's been a struggle for me is trying to face level fifty Pokemon with my not level fifty counters for them.
3: I did discover um, in my my Pokemon storage a Hundo Galarian Stunfisk. Cool. So I'm thinking that that'll be that'll be a good one if I do power up another Pokemon for Ultra League.
2: <laughs> that would for sure. Mine's my perfect Umbreon. That's yeah gonna... nice.
3: And uh, so, Kyle, I don't think you've been... Oh, you did say you play a bit of GBL. Chris, I know you've been getting a lot more into it yourself. How have you guys been going in League?
0: Oh, Not at well,
1: all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hit I hit Ace in Great League, um, and I haven't really dabbled in Ultra League this time. I have a few Ultra League teams put together. I only really run one of them, though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Ultra League is, is less on my list. Great League was pretty much where I was at. Mm -hmm, Well,
2: mm -hmm. if you're not a fan of Ultra League, we've got good news for you. (laughs) On Monday the 8th, we switch over to the Master League, which includes, you know, your regular Anything Goes Master League, Premier Cup, Master League Classic. Classic is the no XLs allowed. However, we also get a Great League Cup starting on Monday, (sighs) February 8th, which is the Love Cup, which also happens (sighs) to be what we're deep diving in this week.
3: So... The Love Cup runs from February 8th to February 15th, taking place in Great League. Only red and pink Pokemon are allowed with, of course, the CP cap of 1,500. Legendary and mythical Pokemon are banned, so there is no Mew in this cup. Um, they're using the official colors of the Pokemon, so that can be a bit confusing. For example, the Charizard line, that that's orange, right? Like, you, yeah. you'd look at that and think, that's an orange Pokemon. But no, officially, <laughs> according to Pokemon, according to the Pokemon Company, they are red. Gramble uh, is similar. Like, it looks pink. You'd think it's pink. But officially, it's down as purple. Come on. Yeah, I know. They need to sort out their hex codes.
1: Vileplume <laughs> is red.
2: I that know. Right? Uh,
3: that's why my
2: so for a complete uh. if you want a complete list of pokemon you can look um pvpoke.com will list them all out for you pokemon go hub you can also search them and they have a full list as well
1: crustle is red on the, what what wait hang on what i i can see that that's just, not red it's a bug that's, it's a bug with a rook on it
2: so you can okay. click in the show notes i have the link to the go hub article that lists them all awesome if you want a hot take anymore any of those colors? Granbull's the one for me. That's like really <laughs> purple.
1: Yeah, yeah, no thanks.
2: All right, I have some hot takes on the Love Cup. Mm-hmm. I have some burning burning take takes. Away. So, my first main take is this is going to be a fast move damage cup. When you think pink, you think of charm, and there is going to be charm all over the place. You're going to see Confusion, Waterfall, Razor Leaf, Counter, all of these heavy fast move damage. Uh, moves are going to be prominent in this cup, which I mean, your games are going to be over quickly. I guess <laughs> they're going to be fast paced mass- matches for sure. Um, the other, I don't know if you want to. This, these are all my takeaways, but if I'm sure you agree with them, if you would like to go with, hey, the would next you one. like me
3: to just like shout holla in the background?
2: Yeah, like be my hype man. Yeah, as I go. Oh no! Oh no! So I can continue on my second main takeaway is that there's a lot of fun doing this with the red and the pink, because a lot of your OP, your meta picks for Open Great League, your Azumarils, your Defense Deoxys, your Stunfisk, they're banned. They're not the right color. So you can have a lot of like there is a low, a low in this. (laughs) I'm excited that you get to see some some things that are different and interesting and we should mention that lickitung xl is number 1 on pv poke however i don't know about you but i can't think of anybody who's got an xl lickitung especially not before the canto tour where they're going to be featured i haven't seen a lickitung since their event i think when they got body slam so yeah, i don't totally. i don't have the candy for it i definitely can't xl one so i do, even though it's number 1 in the meta worth maybe just a little asterisk, but you can't, I doubt you're going to see it.
3: We covered the uh, the same thing with Labyrinth Cup last week. Yeah, uh, Lickitung XL, weirdly OP, but it's going to be so, so rare.
1: So do you feel like it's going to be an issue after Canto Tour? It
2: could I think be. after Canto Tour, it's going to be an issue in metas in general because I think it's going to be accessible at that point. People okay. will people will target Lickitung during the Kingdom camp- um, Tour.
3: But the other thing about that is that you need the legacy with Body Slam. We had that one raid day where Lickitung could get Body Slam.
4: And the so shiny one of those too that day, right? Yeah,
3: yeah. How many, yeah, that's right.
2: How many elite TMs you got, Fish? I got enough that I could sp- If I were able to XL a Lickitung, I'd spend one of my nine elite charge TMs on it for sure.
4: Okay, yeah. <laughs> I've, and I've got
2: seven.
3: So, yeah, I've, I've definitely got... Enough to spare one. Mm
2: -hmm. So I'm just saying, I think it will start to, you will start to see it after Kanto Tour. Maybe not a ton. It's not going to be like a community day Pokemon where you're going to see it all over, like a Gyarados, where suddenly it's everywhere. But I I think you will start to see it after Kanto Tour.
3: I'd also need uh, probably one or two more million Stardust.
2: (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That too. But there are going to be people who make this choice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, this is this is the road they are going on, and they are going to stick to it.
1: Just swear off dugong, and you'll get there eventually. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Do you want to start going yeah, down? Dugan the road? Dugong and
1: I aren't talking
3: for a bit. Oh, was there one? The the one more? No, thing we can bring
2: that up when we actually bring up waterfall. Sure, it just drives sure. me bonkers every yeah, time I, I have to I, listen to a I video. Totally
3: understand that <laughs> because, like, I um, I work in fields where like a lot of people are just saying the same things every time as well to me and so that drives me nuts like so i'll I'll be running a poker game and every time i take an unused chip stack off a table guaranteed every day someone will say oh we can't we split that amongst us or like oh we were going to use that or oh that's my extra stack i'm sure chris and kyle
2: have plenty of things from starbucks
3: me as a cashier
2: you know it didn't ring up oh that means it's free
1: yeah kyle what else can i get you oh god winning lottery ticket
4: yeah. <laughs> Every
0: time. Every
4: time.
3: <laughs> and uh wouldn't there be uh oh no sugar thanks i'm sweet enough already oh that's a good one oh, yeah that, that, that would
1: actually that would actually make me laugh uh oh wow i, I hear that one all the time and i don't work in starbucks yeah you know, no, the no. people in america I, are not nearly as charming no, as they are no. anywhere else in the
4: world.
1: i've
0: heard people say that to our female baristas
1: Oh, that's not okay.
0: Oh yeah, that's-
2: <laughs> so I'm from a small town, and people are definitely that charming. Like I'm from Podunk, USA. <laughs> oh, so people people definitely say that.
3: So when you think pink, you think charm, right? So exactly. that is yeah. So that is Clefable and Wigglytuff. They're kind of the first thing that uh, that you look at in this meta and. They're obviously great generalists. They just need to watch out for the Razor Leafers because there's not many Steel Pokemon in a meta that's only including Pink and Red. So, um, so Razor Leaf is really it, the only thing that it's really worried about.
2: If you do want to beat those Charmers, you can use the move Waterfall. And the featured Pokemon, high up in the PV Poke rankings with that, say it with me everyone, Alomomola. We can do this as a community, we can say it correctly. Alomomola. Beats the Termers with Waterfall. Milotic is a less tanky option that I've seen around the Ultra League. I haven't really seen it in Great League so much, but Milotic is also an option with Waterfall.
3: And that one has Dragon Tail as fast move, is that right? Or, uh, or Waterfall, I think. It can have Dragon Tail or Waterfall.
2: <laughs> it's Waterfall, Dragon Tail, and then it's for charge moves, Surf, Blizzard, and Hyper Beam.
3: Right, so it's got that uh bait-y move with Surf, uh, which, I mean, the, I like a Pokemon whose bait move is still a good move in its own right.
2: Yes, I agree. I hate baiting a move, and then if it goes through, it does nothing.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like like trying to bone club a driftlim with your Marowak. Exactly. <laughs> so obviously, if there's water types around, you would like a Razor Leafer. Uh, weirdly, the only real Razor Leafer that's eligible is Plume, and more specifically, Shadow Plume. That seems to be the preferred option in this cup. The only other one you could uh, really find is Sunny Cherim, but that's actually better with Bullet Seed rather than Razor Leaf. However, having said that, I don't mind the look of Sunny Cherim in this meta with the Bullet Seed, uh, Weather Ball, and Solar Beam. I think it has some fantastic coverage.
2: I agree. I'm excited to see that's a Pokemon that I'm looking at building for this cup, in addition to Alomomola,
3: It's going to be a great counter to another Pokemon that uh, is going to be coming up very soon.
2: So another type of Pokemon that you're going to see are your counter users. Metacham, both the XL and the non-XL versions are really high in the rankings on PV Poke. Another counter user you could see is Scrafty. Less popular is Blaziken. Remember, Blaziken is definitely a glass cannon. It cannot take a punch.
3: And it's going to be pretty hard hit by the water Pokemon, your Waterfall, and sorry, the Alamomola and the... Milotic, Um, it also, uh, it does take neutral damage from the charm, which is interesting because fire for some reason resists charm, but it's so glassy that it still loses fairly handily to the charmers.
2: One Pokemon that beats the charmers and the razor leafers fish is my girl, Warmadam Trash. It does cry in front of fire though. Just you, you can't light a match anywhere <laughs> near Wormadam Trash. But it's a great Pokemon. I'm excited to see it used. I'm very upset, though. My Wormadam Trash used to be rank 2, and then when XL came out, it's now rank 496. But I Ooh. still love her. <laughs> yeah. I still love her. <laughs> I still think
3: she's great. Uh, so actually, a Confusion user that I am looking at that I might go for over the Wormadam is Slowbro or Slowking um, that with that Water Psychic typing? Um, they they resist the waterfall from Alomomola. Um, in fact, they they resist all the moves from Alomomola. Uh, actually, um, they resist the confusion from Wormadam, um, but they do have to watch out for the Bug Buzz that it knows. Uh, it resists Counter, just has to watch out for foul play from Scrafty, and very importantly. It resists fire, so if anyone's bringing a Charizard or that Sunny Cherum, the Slowbro is going to deal with that very handily. So I'm, I'm liking Slowbro better.
2: couple more categories left. You also have to look at the things that throw rocks. So we're looking at Pokemon like Crustle and Make Cargo. The really only reason you would bring one of those is to counter fire. And I'm not really sure how common fire is going to be with the main Pokemon being Charizard and then Blaziken
3: so yeah the interesting thing about charizard is uh charizard is very highly rated uh in terms of individual matchups against each pokemon but what i'm not so much a fan of is if you're in a cup where it's so fast move heavy charizard tends to do its best work when shields are down so if you're running say a charmer and a razor leafer in your team and then you're trying to bring charizard into that then Generally, your Charizard will be coming in and you haven't had an opportunity to burn your opponent's shields yet. So Charizard's going to have a much harder time finding its footing in that kind of environment. And just an interesting thing that uh, that I noticed during my research, just, uh, just a cheeky one, Shadow Mag Mortar pokes its head up. <laughs> um, it's it's not super meta, but it does beat both Vileplume and Wigglytuff. Uh, and that Thunderbolt... That uh, you might have learned from Community Day. It does, get this, 166 damage to an Alamomola. <laughs>
4: oh no!
0: Oh, oh wow.
3: Oh. The caveat to that though is that Alamomola is so tanky that that works out to about 68% of its total My HP. God. Yeah. <laughs> it's a
2: thick fish.
3: Thick fish. <laughs> So, I mean, if you wanna, if you wanna just make it fun for yourself and and be real spicy, Shadow Magmortar with Karate Chop, Fire Punch, and Thunderbolt is a cool little spicy nugget.
1: It happened. Thunderbolt. If it became is relevant. Useful. Oh my gosh! It's Niantic.
2: Wow. <laughs> I'm really excited to get into the Love Cup. I hate playing master league i'm not a fan so i am super excited to be able to play this during master league week there's a lot of pokemon i'm looking at powering up specifically Aloma mola and yeah i'm ready and i i think what about you fish yeah i'm keen too and i think i might be
3: doing the same it is very very rare for me to use my stardust on gbo because i try and save it the arena but you know what there's there's a lot of interesting looking picks that i might give a go all
2: right and i think that brings us to the close of pvp corner
1: okay i'm gonna step in and i'm gonna say it for them because they do every single week but you know what i have yet to see the burning pvp questions cross into our, our inbox for email so that if you have any PvP questions at all for Fish and DeFi you can, of course, email them to us at Malikocastpodcast.com, and we'll make sure that it gets over to them for the appropriate answering of the question i suppose because as i said before kyle and i are woefully uh underqualified. <laughs> so <laughs> absolutely thank you fish and DeFi. that was fun it was fun hearing that live i've said this to you privately but like you you know more
3: than you think you do
1: yeah well you know <laughs> as soon as i start like owning that then i have to like start delivering on it and i'm just not interested you know what i mean oh
3: i i actually know exactly what you mean oh no but, oh boy <laughs> Uh, because uh i've I've got this segment now and i've uh, do so much work in like the australian pvp community and i've got the twitch channel and the youtube channel and uh trying to be an educator like people take a lot of joy in beating me and it happens a lot
2: (laughs) oh my god there there were people real caught mitch was thrilled to beat you in the practice cup
1: (laughs) right right wait is that is that mitch Harry Cook
4: screen Yeah, yeah. Resident I have a super practice player Jordan on my, my streamer channel. Yes. Oh, okay oh, awesome. Streamer man. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and, and he joined that. Man, and, that's what it is.
1: <laughs> and, he, yeah, and he got me. Well, congratulations, Mitch. Apparently, <laughs> it's not a big deal. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's actually not. <laughs> okay. That means that we're on to... Wait. I'm going to need a little help. It's been a couple of weeks. What section is this again? Kyle, maybe help me out. It's the emails... That's right, and the voicemails—it's that section, y'all. All right, we got some voicemails first. This first one's from Rocket Man.
5: Hey Kyle and Chris, this is Rocket Man checking in for Team Voicemail. Team Voicemail. And um, I just have a quick question this week, and it's not as much for you two as it is for you know other listeners. Um, I am wondering why people chose the in-game name that they did for Pokemon Go. Oh, my. Um, and people could answer it through voicemail or email next week or in the Discord or whatever. But, yeah, I'm just kind of curious why people pick certain names sometimes. And, yeah, so mine, my username is Rocketman824 because Elton John's my favorite musical artist. Yeah. And the 8 and the 2-4 are Kobe Bryant's numbers, and he's my favorite basketball player. <laughs> And Rocket Man is sort of, you know, separated into the Rocket and Man for Team Rocket in Pokemon. (laughs) Um, I've just always liked him ever since I was little, and so I just kind of combined those three things, and that's how I got my name. Anyway, that's all I got. Curious to see you guys' answers. And, uh, yeah, have a good week.
1: Well, that's an excellent question. Let's do this rapid fire, because unless somebody has a, a crazy, complex answer to this. Kyle, why are you Kyle in (laughs) Pokemon Go? Uh, Well,
0: instead of answering that, my username in Pokemon Go used to be Durzaka, and it is the name I use all across the internet. If you see Durzaka, that's me. And it was based on the shade from Aragon's name is Durza. I was going to name a warlock that when I played World of Warcraft, the name was Taken the ka was added at the end as spur of the moment and then it stuck for the last like 16 years
1: branding you got to have it across the board absolutely uh well my handle is GoCast chris for obvious reasons in pokemon go but prior to that i don't remember what it was but it was probably one of my like three or four rotating names that were also names of world of warcraft characters kyle and i are cut from a pretty similar cloth if you haven't (laughs) if you haven't caught on to that yeah it was like elrin or like you know just like dumb fantasy names i use for literally everything but i changed it to go cast chris for some brand recognition when i was in gyms and stuff like that also easier to remember who i am on a friends list yep Mm mm-hmm true true Mm mm-hmm uh, DeFi, what about you?
2: So I always have to explain my gamer tag. DeFi E250 comes from Delta Phi Epsilon, which is the sorority I joined in college. So the 250, I was the 250th woman from my college chapter to join my sorority. So DeFi E250, that's where I get it from. Well,
1: hmm, that's a no legitimate man. explanation.
2: I wow. got it I like down those to the science because I say it a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, fish, why are you cooking fish on heaters? (laughs) Uh,
3: So my my name is a reference to poker, which is something I used to do a lot before Pokemon Go kind of took over everything. In poker, a fish is a bad player, so like the opposite of a shark, and a heater is like a winning streak or a hot streak or a lucky streak, so a, a, a bad player on a winning streak. Although... Sometimes oh. I like to tell people that um, the name Shrimp on the Barbie was already trademarked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's close enough, right? Yeah. I yeah. like that a lot better. <laughs> I like that better. That's funny. Oh, man. All right. Well, thanks, Rocket Man, for the voicemail. Appreciate it. This next one is from Mick.
6: Greetings, everyone. Mick the marble here coming at you again for Team Voicemail. Team,
4: team the voicemail! voicemail!
6: All right. So, I just have a quick question, maybe quick. We'll see. And this is actually for Deep E and Tishanahita. Oh. And I want to know, as someone who plays, I would say a little more than casual, but I'm not, like, crazy playing all the time. I don't go out for hours at a time, especially right now because, you know, it's cold. But I want to get into battling in the in the different leagues. And it's really intimidating. I don't know what team to build, things like that. What should be a strategy for a beginner like myself to get into it in a way that's fun, semi-competitive? But, you know, if I I were to relate this to, like, the TCG, like, how can I have a, a $50 deck that I can play competitively and not a $300 deck, so to speak? Um, and still have fun with it. So I would love to know your answers. I'll be listening and taking all the tips I can, but anything would be greatly appreciated. Have a great one, and can't wait to uh, hear what you guys have to say. I
2: love it. We're here to answer the question. Wow. (laughs) That makes me so happy. I definitely have advice for this because I was terrified to partake in Master League. Ultra League was a little less scary. But my the way that I tackle it is I make a goal of building up one Pokemon for a full season of Go Battle League for each league. So for Great League, I might have not have to build any because Great League is kind of my safe space. But for Ultra League and Master League, each time there's a season, I just build one new thing. So for Ultra League, for me, my goal was to build out an Escavalier and... For Master League, that one I'm actually probably going to skip, but Ultra League for sure. Like always just focus on one Pokemon that you're going to build and build it that way. Like build your roster that way because otherwise it is super intimidating. Like I don't, I I have 14 Pokemon to choose from in the Ultra League. (laughs) Like I am not, like I don't have the width and the breadth for this. So you just pick, you pick a couple and you go with it and you learn those teams really well.
3: Yeah, and there is a lot of content online as well, particularly on probably YouTube would be the best place for it. A lot of content creators uh, coming up with great cores, just three Pokemon that work really well together that you can power up and they they just are doing well in this current iteration of uh, whatever league we happen to be in at the moment. But uh, on a bit of a different uh, line of thinking. Another thing that I find incredibly helpful uh, when working with my own community and getting people more into PvP there, um, creating a a little community that does Silph Arena tournaments together each month is, I think, a really, really uh, undaunting way to start having fun with PvP because you're not playing with random curb stompers over the internet you're playing against people that you know and like and you can all have fun with it together this is a bit better of a tip uh, when it's not just all remote tournaments because it is definitely a lot more fun in person uh like a lot of people will turn it into a genuine event uh when when they're in person like they'll you know order pizzas for everyone or offer out little cute prizes for uh the the spiciest team or the the you know best and fairest and and things like that but yeah i I think that's a really cool way to take out a lot of the the daunting aspects of pvp when you first start
1: you're making me miss in-person tournaments
3: they were very very cool yeah
2: the last in-person tournament, the one that was supposed to be in March, we were gonna like we do raffle, we do door prizes and little raffles. There was a Joel Tick plush, and it never got raffled, so it's just sitting in a box somewhere, Aww. unloved,
1: and Aww. it makes
2: me so sad that th- we just never got to do that.
1: Yeah, that That's will be bummer.
2: That'll be back. <sighs> th- that'll Did be you get back to see it. Yo, oh, yeah, I bu- I'm the one who bought it. Like I. Oh. oh. <laughs> yep. So then, I, then it went in the box with all the PvP stuff because we we would do the big tournaments too. Like have like we rented out a space. We always rent out a space, pizza. Everybody, it's like a potluck. Like it's just so hard to picture doing that now.
1: In any event, we're looking forward to that. Uh, those live events coming back, and well, Mick, I hope that your answer. Well, thanks again uh, for Team Voicemail. Nice representation this week. Appreciate it, but now we're on to the old-fashioned emails. I almost always say written, but they're definitely typed. I think that's how it works. I'm not entirely sure. I have yet to receive a scanned, you know, like piece of <laughs> like paper with handwriting on it as a picture. That'd be great. Send me your PDFs. I'd love them. This first one's from August. This might be my favorite email we've ever received of all time. Dear Chris and Kyle, last week you knuckleheads were talking about your favorite and least favorite of each other's types and failed to realize charger bug is not only a bug. A rectangular prism and a train carriage, but a battery, a bus, and a car. Okay, bye. Sorry for calling you knuckleheads, August. <laughs> no argument, no argument nope. on on all things, including the knucklehead part.
0: <laughs> There's no argument, but it's it's still my least favorite bug
1: type. I still don't understand that. There's there are so many other. <laughs> bug types that i would rather even on my list and i love them all i think oh man charge bug. And what
3: is doesn't character. come across there is that uh, it was actually it wasn't someone named august that sent that in that was actually me back in august no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's a time capsule of an email <laughs> yes yeah thank you for the email there august you had me crying laughing reading this because i was like that's fair that's that's fair we did get that we did miss a bunch of stuff but anyway this next email is from richard hey chris kyle so the Johto event i think ended i got myself a shadow smackdown tyranitar hey that's up there nice. on that rock dps list there you go which i'm in the process of powering up i tm the frustration away wow look it's like it's like richard listened to the episode already (laughs) it's not even out yet also during the instance day i got a shiny mudkip and a shiny and even better the mudkip was the first pokemon i clicked on awesome i did two Entei raids no shiny i haven't gotten my ho yet so i'm going to do a few rocket grunts and leaders my brother got a shiny shadow pincer i'm so jealous okay that's enough shouting my throat hurts skull time (laughs) last week skulls get two Groudon, and two kyogre at least for research yep but no shiny Complete the research for Rayquaza. Yep, but no shiny. Never catch, never ever catch another Snivy except shiny. Yes, just haven't caught one yet. Eat a Kit Kat Chris Way when I get one. Nope, gonna ask my dad to buy some. Okay, all right, that's fine. Okay, I get it. Catch 10 raid bosses. Doesn't have to be legendary. Yep, two Grodon, two Kyogre, Mudkip, two Entei, and one Heatran and a Breloom as well. I think there you go. 100,000 Stardust. Yep, two weeks. LOL should have set one hundred and fifty thousand. fair enough three battles per day absolutely 45 battles done long goals oh so close 85.714 to 85714 don't ask me how i know that
2: <laughs> i thought right. there was no math
1: no uh, which is a statement of of the uh the answer and that's it none of i don't have to show any work right <laughs> so what math class is this where you don't have to show your work Oh, not any math class I've ever been in. You're never going to have a calculator with you in real life. Oh I man, we have smartphones. All right, great. <laughs> Thanks for the email there, Richard. Appreciate it. This last email is from Mitch. And he said, hey,
0: Chris Carita and Kyle Aquil. I said before we start recording, that should have been to Kyle. But yeah, to come on, step it up. Yeah. Come on, Mitch. <laughs> I hope you both have enjoyed your break. Well-deserved, of course. I started streaming this week. I, not without technical difficulties, streamed my Go Battle League sets last Friday night and Incense Day this morning. I love it so far, but like anything, it takes work and love. Exciting things are in the works for my streams. I plan to stream Go Battle League at least every Friday evening. Come catch some Shiny Vibes. We'll uh, put his Twitch in the show notes below. Yeah. Goals time. Old goals. A thousand additional stops spun for the platinum backpacker metal. Yes. I barely made this. Good Lord. Jeez. <laughs> Two million experience. Looks like about 1.5 million. Pretty, pretty good, but no cigar. 600 mega amphoros energy. Yep. 800. I want his flow. <laughs> <laughs> New goals. Two weeks from now. 2000 stops. From Platinum Backpacker Metal. Three million experience. 400,000 Stardust. Those are some goals. From your resident super player. Shiny Vibes All. Cook's Gravy. And whatever else you want to add after that.
1: Mitch Harry. Streamer guy. Super player. Well, thanks Mitch for your email. And thank you to all the fine folks that sent in emails this week. Just... Bear in mind, I know a few of you have also sent in some emails this week, but a couple of them I'm saving for the mailbag we'll be doing. Our first mailbag episode will be sometime this month. I'm excited to save them. So don't think we just kind of ignored you. Quite the opposite. We're saving you for later. So don't worry about that. But that brings us to the end of the show. We've got some plugs and then we've got some plugs for Fish and DeFi as well. We're going to leave time for them to do that, too. But if you'd like to send us an email, please send us to mail at gocastpodcast.com. If you'd like to send us a voicemail, you can call 262-586-7717 and leave the voicemail there. You can visit our website for all things gocastpodcast at gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, our most active social media account at GoCast Podcast. Like us on Facebook, The GoCast Podcast. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash GoCast Podcast. But why on earth would I do that, you ask? Well, for the minimum of $1 a month, that's the lowest tier, you get probably, arguably, actually, objectively the best thing we have, which is access to the Patreon exclusive Discord. It's a wonderful place filled with with great people, and we love them to death. Fish and DeFi are in there. That's actually how we know them. Although, I guess, technically, I met De- I met you in person first, didn't I, DeFi? All right. Well, just, just qualify 50% of what I just said. All right. <laughs> that sounds good. All right. Shout out to our elite trainer tier patrons. We added a couple this week. Cyprian, Bo, Daniel, Zekwalker, Splinterus, Andrew, Chad, Robert, Laurie, Svazorts, and Michael. Thank you very, very much for your patronage and your generous support it's much appreciated and now over to fish and DeFi. if you'd like to plug your stuff uh real quick please do why don't we have fish go first
3: uh well i'm selling a lawnmower that i need to get rid of no um i <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> um, wasn't expecting that
2: that's that's uh, how this goes yeah
3: yeah, yeah. um So I am on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash pvp and Twitter is fishonaheater underscore.
2: And for me, DeFiE250 is a very unique gamer tag, so I don't have to change it wherever I go. So it's D-P-H-I-E 250 on Twitch, on Instagram, on YouTube, and on Twitter.
1: Spectacular, and as always, you can also check out our show notes for uh links to fish and defy's twitch accounts as well if you'd like to do that um and for all the information that's relevant that we said we would link in the show notes, well, guess what look in the show notes for those links but that brings us to the end of the show, which is just some goals really quick let's uh let's set goals I guess all of us could do it really fast here. who's got them ready? That's the person that gets to go first I do all I- right.
2: I did my homework, as any good teacher should. So <laughs> I have three goals for the week. My first one, my standard 500,000 experience points. I usually round up to get to whole numbers. So it's going to be 104 million for me is going right. to be the goal. I would like to catch an Ultra League Viable rosarade for our community day. So that'll give me some drive to go out and play and do some catching. And then finally, to complete the rocket research, that's going to really help me move closer to finally, finally, finally hitting level 45. Woohoo!
1: Okay, that sounds doable, Uh, which is not what we do here.
4: Uh... (laughs) Uh... Fish, Uh,
3: I am probably looking at, uh, I'm going to see if I can get like a 70% win rate during Labyrinth Cup this month. Okay, uh, yeah. I mean, that's one of my goals for the season was to like end the season on at least sixty percent. So if I kind of aim above that, then you know it gives me some wiggle room for failure.
1: Okay, sounds good. Just that one. Should I have another? <laughs> you yeah. don't need to have <laughs> you don't, you one. Don't need to. He's just <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I am. That is my role here. I, I, I am Mr. You, you peer can, Pressure. You can say no. You can say no. Don't listen to him. I want to think. Is my else. win
2: rate? I'm at sixty five percent for my win rate currently.
1: Nice, nice, nice 58% for me, I think. So I'm close. All right, 70% win rate with Labyrinth Cup, just in and of itself, right? Yeah, yeah, spectacular. Uh, Kyle, what about
6: you?
0: All right, so 200,000 experience for me, three shiny Rosalia because I am working that Sunday, so I'm not gonna really get to play that much. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say 35 Go Battle League matches, knowing that I won't reach it. But maybe if I keep setting it, I've been doing a little bit more each week, so <laughs> it's it's working slowly. Okay, and hopefully finish the Johto celebration event. That one's gonna be the one that shoots myself in the foot. But you, you will do it. I don't know.
1: We'll see. All right, I'm putting it down. Okay, I'm gonna hold you to that, Mister Kyle. That sounds good for myself I've been running mine down as because I was embarrassed I wasn't prepared <laughs> not as prepared as steve i was so here we are <laughs> 70, yeah I want to hit seventy two million experience it just means I need five hundred thousand actually five hundred and fifty thousand uh for this upcoming week. finish the level forty five tasks on the second page of that uh so it seems rather doable within a week, so we'll see and then I want to catch at least twenty five shiny Roselia during community Jeez. day. And that'll be it. That sounds good. So that's the end of the show. We did it. Oh, my gosh. Thank you very much, Defy and Fish, for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure.
2: It's been an honor. Thanks.
1: Agreed. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay. And now back to your 10 to 20 minute weekly segment. <laughs> <laughs> Get back in your corner.
2: <laughs> your oh, PPT God. Corner. He, Fish, he called it 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> don't give us that uh, we'll, we'll it's use happened it. oh. no. <laughs> yikes
1: alright well before I get myself in any more trouble uh, we'll see you next week for episode 131 Bye-bye. bye bye
4: bye, bye.